The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Good evening, Rick. Would you believe it's, it's Dr. Doom? What's on your evil mind? Oh, you insulting tongue and mock my words well. How about this rumor that you are really higher than Mr. Stark? Hello and welcome to the 300th episode of the Killick Nation's Comic Book Chronicles. <laughs> that there secondary intro that you saw was done by, uh, I guess, family of the show, uh, The Adam Black, correct? Yes, The Adam Black. Now I just realized no one could hear the music playing, right? No, that, it's on know. the recording. Yeah, oh, okay. Recording. Yeah, it's on the recording because uh, side note: last week's I did I thought the same, and then I listened to the record. I, I listened to the published recording. I was like, "Oh, it's there." Yeah, um, usually if I get I, well, a little behind the scenes, my it should pick up because of how I got it set up. So, don't mind me; I'm not here every week. No worries. <laughs> but nevertheless, folks, uh, um, just get this intro out of the way really, really quick. That voice you hear, we will get to in a moment. But first, commentating, illustrating, descriptions given, adjective expert, analyzing, sermonizing, musical myths, seeking people of the universe. It's Agent 70. What's up, everybody? I wonder if I won't get through that or not. And you can find him at Agent underscore 70 at uh, Twitter and Instagram. Once again, you could, you know, you'd think I would be doing this enough. And one for the morning, yes, so two for the show. A couple of years ago on Headland and the Low was the starter. Something good. When Tim and his brother wrote the martyr through the hood, just trying to find that comic book hookup. Now, every day we look up at the ceiling, watching ceiling fans go around trying to keep that feeling off weekly releases. It's Tim Dog 98, folks. I am back. He is back with us. The Osiris of this ish. That's right. Give him, give him double applause. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Get me back for this 300 episode. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and add. And maybe a little bit of. Uh... We hadn't had that one in a while. And you can find Tim at Tim D O G G 98 on Twitter. You can find him at dclicknation.com. You can find him on dclicknation on Twitter, uh, CB Cron on Twitter. But you can d- most definitely find him at Comic Resources where he's writing his face off each and every week. Yes, sir. CBR.com. That's right. CBR.com. Unless you guys, you got any other sites, you're starting your own book, book company, like, so, like, we got some no, news. No, no. Okay. Well, you know. Nothing to announce just yet. Just yet. No, no worries. Give me a few more years. Is <laughs> the imprint coming to, to, to quite soon? Uh, and not here tonight is uh, PC and underscore dirt because of power issues. That's the breaks. That's the breaks. Mm-mm. I was going to have. I had a Blame Illinois. 
40 mile power winds and what four degree wind chill aka silent hill yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he Right, depending on how quickly the power company works, he may be joining. He us. might be. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And uh, you can find him at PCN underscore dot. Uh, I'm about to say PCN underscore dirt on Twitter, um, popculturenetwork.com, popculturenet on Twitter, um, that new toy smell on Twitter. I mean, on on um, dot com. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And whatever the Vine thing is coming on, because we got to say that every week, because you know. I feel like we're at this point contractually obligated. Uh, and myself, the host of this, you can find me, myself, Roddy Cat, on Twitter, at Roddy Cat, News Nerds Need on Twitter, uh, News Nerds Need Reddit, uh, CB Caps Instagram, and yada, yada, yada. No pithy, um, no pithy uh, thing for myself because I can do that. Uh, you can find this podcast on the CSPN network, the CSPN.us. Do it today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Google Play, which I thought what was going on with this thing. Uh, on Google Play, on Apple iTunes, and of course Spotify, but you can also find us on the SoundCloud uh, page of the Cold Slither Podcast Network. And shop.cspn.us, which may or may not be working, but nevertheless, you can go to cspn.us regardless. And uh, go find the um, the link that will help us get to uh, some, you know, go get yourself some some swag from this here podcast. The merch, podcast. get that merch, and you know, help us, you know, keep this uh, boat afloat. There you go. You got it. Uh, with that, folks, we are going to start off with the books of the week, like we tend to do about this time. We're going to start off with Young Justice number two. Alrighty, I am. I, I will just go ahead and start off and say that reading this book, I I, I have mentioned my interpretations about this book from the from the start, but basically because of who's writing it. But this issue kind of turned it around for this issue. I dare say I don't know. I think I, I matter of fact I said in my notes um, I'm weirdly liking this book that can't last long. Also, it's continuity as we find out between the last issue, between the last issue and this one, which I still have questions. So neither one of you were on the show when we first talked about this, and me and Dirt talked about it, and we both had questions because of people that show up in the book, specifically the the Robin. Mm-hmm. That I don't know how continuity is. is DC's weird, but was a Robin at one time, but wasn't a Robin at one time, or whatever the case may be, or we're talking about Tim Drake. So, and, like, the, and the Wonder Girl situation and all that kind of get messed. So, like, I assume a lot of that's going to come out during the during the course of the, the book. Maybe. But that, that aside, it's been a good read. So, I don't know. If you got anything there, if you want to add to that. I just flipped through it myself, but um, I noticed uh, it sort of changes up or sort of confirms uh, some yes. uh, things for Wonder Girl and her past. Yes. But um, it is, I think, uh, the issue skips on showing what's going on with Impulse and Superboy, but I hear that's coming in the next issue. Correct. Right, because at the end of the first issue, that's where that stopped. I mean, they, that's where that ended, and then they, they skipped to this stuff here. Um, which 
I almost compared this to the the last um, the last volume of Champions when they went to World World, but mm-hmm. it's not. Well, I guess kind of could say that because I mean, you know, Gym World is and is its own World World in itself, but it's not strictly. Yeah. Well, this is a Wonder Girl centric issue, right? And For the most what part. we have, right? And what we have is you know, there's a couple of things where we have. Uh, Despero, who's actually a pretty powerful villain. Um, what's the wrestling term for? Oh, jobbing. He basically jobs okay. to to Wonder Girl in this issue. You know, putting her over. That's more wrestling terminology, right? So, uh, you know, that's a that's a big part of this issue, and we also get a little bit more of uh, some of the background on Wonder Girl and where she is now. With uh, you know how she kind of falls into the hierarchy of Amazons and and Zeus, and how she fits in with um, Wonder Woman, aka Princess Diana. So uh, that's a, a big chunk of this book. Yeah, assuming we're going to get more of that also and going forward too, because they they can't just put that out there and just leave it there. Sure, and they also keep you know they also keep uh, introduce a lot of characters we're going to need a little bit more background on. So, mm-hmm. um, but this is Bendis after all, and you know unfortunately it's all very drawn out. It takes a lot. You know, there's not a whole lot happening in this book really. Um, you know, there, there's probably going to be a lot more uh, you know background for for some of these new characters coming up over the next few issues of the arc. Yeah, I mean, it's an inter- introductory arc, so I'm sure I would, I doubt we will get all of the answers to some of those to some of that stuff in this arc. But I'm pretty sure, like, like you said, Bendis is going to draw it out and at some point maybe bring it up. Right, you know, probably you know by by the time we get to this is only issue number two. By the time we get to issue four, we'll probably have most of the intros set, and then however it is that they come out of Gem World is going to be, you know, the, the ending of the arc. Or by the time we get to four, Bendis will do something that'll be like, that'll be groan inducing. Oh, we shall see. Yeah, no. Uh, that being said, uh, because, yeah, that's a developing thing, so we can go on to another book. Um, you gotta pick, because I got two thoughts. Uh, go ahead, throw something out. I'm just now getting to your list. You want to talk about Avengers? Yeah, let's do that. All right. So, um, we'll humor Tim a bit because I don't think he's gotten to this. How are you up to date on Avengers, Tim? Yeah, I just read, um, what issue is this week? 14. 14. 14? Yeah. Yeah. I read 13, uh, oh. earlier this week. Okay. And I kind of thumbed through this one. So what, so let's talk about this. So, so you hadn't been on the show for a second. Cause how, how have you been liking this, um, the, the run so far. Oh, I like it. Uh, I know a lot of people weren't crazy about the celestial stuff in the beginning, which I admit was kind of slow. But since then, it's taken off, and all these new super teams forming, and the one million uh, BC stuff. Yeah, the million BC, the Iron Fist uh, origin was cool. Yeah, yeah, we had a quick reading that one. Yeah, yeah. I saw you made it your click of the week on Instagram. Yep. Yeah. Think, and yeah. So yeah, all that's been fun. Uh, now he's teeing up War of the Realms that Avengers will get tied into. I guess I'm kind of curious how this Vampire Civil War just came out of nowhere, but well, I'm so sure it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm thinking because because he 
you know, even in the, in the first arc, he introduced a couple of things that's coming down the line. Well, a bunch of stuff that's coming down the line, including this. So this is just happens to be because like the Namor stuff, uh, you know, this and some stuff they kind of alluded to, you know, mm-hmm. in passing. So I'm, I'm slightly surprised that this is the first thing they got back to outside of that Namor stuff. But I guess that's going to get handled at some per, some point soon. Um, or maybe that part was part was to kind of start off invaders. Which I don't know. That would mm-hmm. be something. But regardless, I don't know. I, as I said in my notes, I feel like he had this. The, the Aaron's kind of had this uh, vampire story somewhere in his pocket that he's wanting to do, and it just so happens that he got Avengers to do it. You know that that um to 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 to, to do it. So even without the Avengers, this probably would have this probably would have gone on somewhere. Right. Um. But and I see you, uh, Dave, in your in your notes, you kind of mentioned something about. Yeah, I kind of thought this feels like, you know, what, what a backdoor pilot. You know, the, what that style of, of of TV show is. It's kind of like a backdoor pilot style uh, story for introducing Blade to the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. where they just jump right into, you know, a vampire war, and the Avengers have to recruit someone to help fight it. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking this is like, it's just more of a, as we will see in a couple of different books this week uh, and books in the past, like they just want to keep keep those IPs out there and up. Like, yeah, that could be definitely a, a thing they're trying to do because I know every now and then Blade kind of pops up in the news as being in the MCU, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like a, a bunch of people in this book that show up haven't been seen in eons. <laughs> You know, some would say including Blade, but even though Blade was around, I think Blade kind of last time Blade showed up was, uh, was it after him? A um, Axis when they did that Mighty Avengers uh, with um, with Sam and them. Um, yeah, one of the whatever version of Avengers that um, yeah, out you and were trying. Yeah, so that was like what good three or four years ago at this point pretty much and that was like the last time we kind of saw him which they haven't drawn a pin so technically he's been a part of the Avengers before it's just so this not officially I guess because that probably wasn't as official a team as this one is um that being said though hey you know I'm I'm really curious as to where this is going to go I it doesn't seem like it's going to tie into War of the Realms or maybe it will with the vampire stuff I kind of doubt it because I mean I know it's only two months away. So, but yeah, but it also says it's a it also teases where the realms come in, right? Right, yeah, because it says on the on the top it's two months coming. But they only got a lot of books has that this week though. So yeah, I think that's more of an advertisement than anything. Right, and there was nothing spe- specific about it. I think that uh, if the War of the Realms had more to do with. Um, you know the hell side of of things, but it isn't. Uh, it's more it's more uh, Malekith and his and, you know and, and and his allies, you know, looking to conquer the last of the ten realms. So um, I don't think it's going to be really tying in. But I really like the fact that Aaron's you know diving into the one character who's not the typical Avenger and really you know kind of using that to expand you know and and, and create future and different storylines. It's not. The, the the usual stuff that we're seeing with the Avengers, I kind of like that. 
Right, and vampires hadn't been seen uh, much like another uh, genre in it, uh, that's gonna that we'll talk about later on. Hadn't been seen in a good minute. Um, I have liked the um, Agents of Wakanda. Yeah, and they they seem to be doing some something with that. So we'll see if that's going to stick or there's it's going to crumble at some point. You know, for well, you know, as long, I was about to say, so long as uh, the Avengers are uh, are chaired by T'Challa, that's going to be going on. So you know, we'll see how long exactly this particular chairmanship. Yeah, we'll see how long this chairmanship lasts because obviously that's part of uh, Aaron's bigger story. You know how how uh, how the Avengers were traditionally like a U.S. based team, and now that they're not, the the reformed Squadron Supreme is right. going to be uh, you know, and all the other superhero groups around. You know, awesome. around the world, they're all going to be coming to a head, right? So, yeah, and that's something like none of that kind of played into this issue, but we'll see how that's going to go uh, going further. Uh, so let's move on. Let's go. For, oh, uh, let's go to champions. Okay. Because speaking of hell, yeah, I was about to say this is one of those books that you know. Shout out to uh, the old Arsenio Hall show. Things that make you go, hmm, like, hmm, there's something in this issue that made me go, WTF. Yeah. So this is basically, so after the last issue, um, this is, I guess, what happened in between uh, the part of that book. Because we see the team go off on a on a mission, and then we see them come back, and we see Miles Morales kind of acting a little, little different, and and various other people on the team acting a little bit different after that, and so and this is seems like what's what happened. This is what actually to bring up. Yeah, this filled in the blank of what happened and how they got to the ending of uh, issue number one. So, tell me, you up on uh, champions or no? Because I know you were on this book when it was. I know. I read the first issue. Uh, so I know Miles' whole deal with the devil, and yeah. I flip again. I, I flipped through this one, and I know. Like I said, they jump ahead in time to show where uh, or when that deal was made, mm-hmm. okay. or yeah, jump backwards, yeah, or backwards, yeah, yeah. So, and I don't know if, if uh, Agent Seventy has the same question I do, but the one thing I that made me think of was what was it brand new day of course and i'm sitting here like don't let this be brand new day we don't need another one we- of course i mean that's i mean my notes were basically spider characters just don't learn from johnny blaze's example <laughs> right. you know johnny blaze you know made a choice made a mistake and the spider characters just don't learn right so and i am also going to assume that and actually, I'm glad they brought it up in the book because when they showed the choice being made, um, it reverberated, and some people you would expect to kind of get the feels on it have, which brought me to another question. We know Mephisto's still around. Spoiler he shows up in this book. But we know he's around. We know he's, I guess, since he got kicked out, speaking of Johnny Blaze, he got kicked out of hell. And I know we right. know he's been around because he's just shown up in a few dozen, a uh, few books already. He mentioned he has souls. Where is he getting his souls from when he got kicked out of his domain? That's editorial not doing its job, or or something, or is 
basically Mephisto lying and you know saying he's got more than he actually does. I mean, we don't. Right. We I mean, don't know. Right. We don't really know how. You know, th- we're on issue two of what's probably a four, five, or six issue story. So. Right. You know, much like uh, we were saying earlier about uh, Young Justice, we we probably still don't have a full picture of what exactly this bargain entails. No, the bargain that wasn't, of course, supposedly a bargain. Right. Well, yeah. we, we all know it's a bargain. Right. So, <laughs> and but my thing was like, wait, damnation, kind of, kind of, you know, put put Mephisto somewhere. So I'm like, okay. Maybe Doctor Strange is going to come show up since they did show him in the book in this issue or whatnot. But I'm like, what, 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 what? Yeah. Um. So, and also weirdly enough, on the side note, which I know he he uh, Miles has got his own book and he's got his own you know friends and in a relationship now. But I still like him and 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 um and Kamala together. That's just me. And that kind of shows based on based on speaking of the decision that was made. Yeah. I mean, uh, the same guy's writing both books now, so that should uh, help. Who? Zeb? I mean, the, they're solo books. Miss Marvel and... Oh, right. Miles. Oh, right. Solid Man is writing. Um, yeah, he will be starting Miss mm-hmm. uh, Marvel soon. That's right. You're absolutely right. So... so. They should be hopefully interacting more going forward. I hope Maybe so. Maybe do some type of crossover. Yeah, I hope so. They're dope together. Yeah, so, I was about to say. I think if I'm not mistaken, they're 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 appearing uh, together in another book. You know, outside of Champions and outside of uh, there are solo books soon. Are they, I thought. Are they I thought that I thought War of the That War of the Rome book is that what you're talking about? Might be. I definitely saw something in the solicits I was looking through um, over, you know, for the next, you know, for books in the in the near future, over like two months from now. So, right, I think it's a journey into mystery. I know Miles is in that book. I'm not sure about uh, come out. Now you're gonna make me look, so you guys can talk while I take a look. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm not sure what else to to say about champions um, outside of Miles pulls a little John <laughs> and screams, um, yeah, yeah. He was like, okay. <laughs> Oh, At least no. that's how I read it. I don't know, but oh no! Now that's not going to leave my. Uh, <laughs> you know. I saw that. I was like, I was like, is he? Re- did he really do that, or is it like? Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just projecting that because of that uh, Super Bowl commercial. Oh no! It could be a little bit both. We don't know, folks. It doesn't at this point. It, it is what it is. Um, oh no! Now I now I remember. Okay. They're starring in the first Marvel team up. Book. No, that's that's Peter. Oh no, that was, oh that's right. Yeah, that's Peter. And uh, now I'm that's not to say because so so going back to that for a second because we don't know because they made it sound like and I think we talked about this when that was supposed to happen when this when it happened. We know the first arc is going to be her and Peter, but right. is the book going forward going to be her and somebody or is it still going to be Peter and somebody? They never actually made that clear. And then, but they made it sound like it's going to be her going for. Oh, I think so the dogs people. disagree. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Now I. This is where I did see it. Okay. I apologize. It's Shuri number seven. Oh right, that is right. I think I saw that in the solicit. Yeah. Yep. Which yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too. Um. So that being said, you know, hey, that's fine. More more team us with them. That's 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 be it. That'll be awesome. So let us move on. Uh, if we got nothing else about champions. No, we're good. Two. I guess. Do y'all want to go ahead and start talk about uh, G 
Just leave it. We want to shelve that one for a minute. Because we're going to talk about Hulk. Yes, I was going to want. I, I want to. I want to okay. talk about Hulk number thirteen. Do it. Yes, let's do it. Right. So we are. Goodness gracious! So this is the end of the Hulk. <laughs> this is the end of the Hulk's trip to hell. Yes, and it definitely raises more <clears throat> questions than it answers. Um, yes, and I don't know if you got the same same question that I do about one part of it, but. Well, I was about to say, we'll get to it. Let me just pull up the... I'm trying to pull up the book because what we have is, you know, we have some revelations about how Gamma relates to what we've seen. It's, you know, we basically get a little bit of a retcon into how it affects um, characters in the Marvel Universe once there's too much Gamma radiation. Mm -hmm. And uh, it seems like there's something of a supernatural explanation for some of the, some of its effects on some characters, i.e. the Hulk and uh, the abomination and so on and so forth. So uh, there's a little bit of um, uh, retconning by, uh, by Al Ewing uh, in that respect. But when it comes to, you know, the battle now over, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the souls of these characters and trying to keep this, uh, green door open. Um, you know, there's a, the, the, it gets to a point where Bruce and the devil Hulk that we've, that he's kind of locked away for so long have to reconcile in order to shut, you know, in order to shut this green door. Right. Which I thought, I love that part right there. Cause I was like, Oh no, that's new. That's a new wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> Because the Hulk's being all tender and whatnot. And, you know, spoilers. Um, Tim, have you been reading uh, Immortal any? Or have you? I, I fell off the issue. I fell off uh, earlier on, but I hear so much good, so many good things about it. I want to. It's worth catching Go back and yeah. get caught up on it. Yeah. Totally. So uh, I, I, I don't know if you got this feeling or, or not, um, 87A, but at the end of it, I didn't, I wasn't sure how this book this issue was going to end but at some point I thought someone was going to say thank you for listening to my TED talk by the way <laughs> the narration's been going right I, I I understand I understand but um, it didn't which also but leads me to the question and I don't know if this is one of your questions like who is the voice that's doing narration or whatever the case may be because clearly that's not who we thought it was yeah it's you know, listen, the, 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 the next to last page of the narration and the black and white art and kind of what we've all been, you know, kind of following, you know, in broad strokes, um, you know, the, 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 the story of the, the, the devil Hulk up till now, you know, we, you know, it basically says, you know, we'll speak to you again in due time. So we're not sure yet. And that's, that's the big question that still hasn't been answered. Right. Which I'm kind of wondering if it's somebody who's who got name dropped in this issue or it's just somebody we just don't know anything about at all. I lean towards we don't know too much about this character yet. Mm. It's quite possible. And but we also confirmed the uh, it sounds like we confirmed uh something that we thought was wondering about last week with the um the fate of one Thunderbolt Ross. Or at least, uh, I should say, I should say, at the end of the book, we 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 get some idea on that because it sounds like something something's going to get addressed uh, next issue. Hmm. 
uh, about that if you haven't been keeping up with that because that was something we were kind of asking about since since the last issue and other places that he's shown up or yeah. been, been dropped names have been dropped I was about to say more like mentioned yeah right um, <clears throat> yeah the, you know it wasn't where I thought it was going to go right the, you know this you know from the last cliffhanger page of the last issue you know you you really you know you really were under the impression that you know the hulk was some form of avatar for you know a, like an arm of hell or or like the devil itself and it you know the 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 beginning of this book really changes that up at least your expect you know kind of messes with your expectations and you know, like it's it's so hard. You know, I feel like I need to reread the last few issues again just to see, you know, what Ewing's you know really telling here. Mm. Um, you may not. I got a feeling it it may not still be clear, right? Even if you even after that. a reread, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, but but on another note, and I saw that you put a note in on this as well. Um, I ca- I'm kind of glad to see Crusher Creel, aka the absorb the absorbing man's character rehabilitation continuing from where it was at the end of the Black Bolt series. Yeah, so I was going to ask, yeah, I was going to mention Black Bolt specifically for that, and I was going to ask you, was like, and I'm going to hate myself, is this, is this another uh, in a line of his face turn? I don't know if I use <laughs> more, term right or not. More wrestling, yes. That is, yeah. that is definitely, uh, definitely correct. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily think Crusher Creel was ever the 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 best heel in the world if you even go back to his origin mm-hmm. you know he was a puppet he was a puppet of loki yes and you know uh you know small time crook not much of a of a schemer not much of a big picture guy and uh, you know just trying to pay the rent sometimes and that's how he was kind of portrayed with uh with uh titania you know they were just trying to settle down and you know find ways to pay the rent Mm-hmm. And this issue kind of brings that back. It's kind of like, well, I know my, you know, I know who I am. I know, you know, my, 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 uh, my, uh, my history and I'm going to lose this, this battle, but I know someone who's not. And I was just like, you know what? That works. Yeah. And, uh, you know, without spoiling too much of this uh, yeah. uh, story, and sounds like he's got a, uh, he might have a new deal. So I feel like the the, the start of this thing wasn't. I, I, I wonder. I kind of wondered, but there was have to be asking some questions around. Like the start of this turn wasn't back in that. Um, I can't remember the name of the series, but uh, it was. I want to say it was after Pleasant Hill, mm-hmm. or around the time of Pleasant Hill, or. Whatever that was called, um, the little Avengers event where they had all the the villains in jail and people got out, and then yeah, and then the hood and a bunch of people end up having having a series out of that, which I I liked so much, I liked a lot. And I think mm-hmm. uh, uh, Titania and and uh, Crusher was in that for a minute. I said, well, all the way through, I want to say. Okay. And I wanted to say the the, the start of his turn might have been from there because, like you said, you know he's always been just basically trying to trying to pay the rent and stuff like that for his whole time. But I, I want to say if that series, uh, I would have to look it up. And I'm not going to take the time to do that right now. So, but if you, if you know what the series I'm talking about, then you know um, that was kind of where hit the turn was from for for Crusher mm-hmm. leading into Black Bolt and this. So. 
Although there's been some times where they kind of, you know, took him back and forth with it. But it's good to see this is coming on. We'll see where it goes from here. Um, let's see. We actually, I think we're pretty much almost tapped out of everything we've gotten to, to read both together. Uh, yeah, I think so. So, how about you want to go ahead and hit Justice League, and you and Tim can go ahead and sure tag on that one. So, this was a big issue that uh, sort of linked up Martian Manhunter and. Let's Luthor's uh, backstories together where we get to see them as little kids and though Let's didn't know it, they actually were kind of best friends and this whole conversation takes place on Mars where they're also being chased by these uh, creatures that live in the ground that feast on emotions, I think. Yeah, the Quonars. Yeah. So that was basically the main, the, the gist of the issue. Right. I mean, it's a big retcon because they're retconning uh, the Martian Manhunter's origin. Way yeah. outside of what they're doing in that series he's got now? I don't even remember where that is. Are you talking about the solo series he had yeah. a couple years ago? No, the one right now. Oh, I forgot he does have a miniseries out. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, I, I mean, that. right, that's not. I mean, because that's going into his past on Mars, as and where he's a cop, right? Right. I need to get caught up on that. <laughs> I, was, I think it's only what two, three issues in. So, I talked to Snyder Tuesday. I didn't even think to ask him about that. I'm sure he would have said that, You know, that's his own separate thing. Name drop. No, look at this dude. Look at this Name dude. Drop. Look at this dude. I finally, <laughs> I finally finished transcribing it today. So hopefully. So, so, a better run tomorrow, actually. <laughs> oh, shoot. So, look out on CBR for an article about Tim. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's all I've been doing this week. That's I haven't done anything. I have transcribed two interviews. Oh, uh, shoot. But, yeah. Wait, can, can you, can you, can we give? <laughs> oh, the other one came out already. The okay. Rain Wilson. The Rain Wilson for, one. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. I didn't see that one. All right. Yeah, Rain Wilson for. Uh, he bo- again. Let's Luthor voice. Let's Luthor for right. uh, Reign of the Superman. I that, to watch that actually came out. That um, that was like spurred the moment because uh, CBR asked me if I had watched it, the Reign of Superman, and had interest in talking to him. I was like, I haven't seen it, but I want to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I got a copy of it. So because I got like had like two hours to watch it, and mm-hmm. I almost finished it. I still didn't finish it before I talked to him, but I mean, I got the gist of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, I mean, you pretty much so, knew the story anyway, right? What was that? You pretty much knew the story anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, he was cool to talk to. And then the following week, I again, actually, I talked to Scott Tuesday. So my second time talking to him, he's cool. Tim Dog ninety eight name dropping. <laughs> so look forward to that on. CBR. So yes, that will be dropping tomorrow, more than likely. Nice, nice. So yeah, he goes. He talks about all the stuff that happened in seventeen and uh, teases some of the stuff coming up uh, throughout the year. Okay, wait. Do I even actually wait a minute? Hold on for a second, because I thought maybe. Uh, no, because I, I thought I might have had something on that in the news. And the... Nothing's 
new has come out about it. The only thing we know is whatever has been in the solicits. Right. Like, no, they're going a, to. Yeah, uh, there's an art thing. I just noticed, but no, nah, there's nothing. Right. So. Yeah. Right. Honestly, just for a quick second, when I was, you know, when I, while I was reading this, I did not remember, or maybe it just didn't cross my mind that one of the characters that was being featured was, uh, you know, what is it, uh, Alex? Not not Alexander Luthor. Um, uh, Luthor the Senior. What's his name? Is that yeah, Lionel? Lionel. I did not realize that was Lionel Luthor. At first thought, I thought this might have been the guy from the Doom Patrol, like before he was in a wheelchair. But you know, the once thief. it got to, you know, oh yeah, just because of the beard. I think the beard threw me, and I just you know I couldn't remember what that character is. Now I'm looking it up real quick. It's um, the chief, the Niles Calder. You know that dude that's sitting in the wheelchair. You know with that big bushy uh, red red headed beard and red hair. I thought it was him, but then. It made more sense that it was Lionel Luthor. Hmm. I mean, like, of course, they they do the revelation later in the issue, but it's like small kid with red hair. Oh, that's Lex Luthor. Mm. <laughs> First thing I thought when I saw the kid. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, I mean you you clued clued in on it much quicker than I did. Oh yeah. And I think the dad too. Like I saw the dad, I was like, that looks like his dad. That's probably Lex. And of course, it was. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I have heard this issue likened to a buddy cop uh, movie. Is, is that is not that quite yet? I guess it's supposed to be because uh, Let's. I mean, Let's doesn't believe what John is telling him because he had his him and his dad had their memories erased. We learn, so he that's why he has no memory of it. But actually, next issue uh, is a Legion of Doom issue that's going to focus on Let's going to get answer going to look for the answers himself so issue 18 i should say mm-hmm. gotcha okay right because uh you know what what uh what we end the story with is uh lex kind of coming to terms of what might have happened so that's a perfect segue into what tim was just describing okay solid um, well, that being the case, I think we're, we're pretty much roasted that one, I would say. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, we can probably jump into a uh, rapid fire. Yeah, I was about to say, because pretty much everything else I can do in one or two lines. All righty, here we go. Here comes rapid fire. Here we go. Unless you want me to spin up the cannon just for the hell yeah, of it. No, nah, I mean, hey, one clip is as good as another. There it is. Uh, so rapid fire time, folks, and I guess I'll go ahead and do get mine out of the way. Um, as Guardians of the Galaxy number six, I know there's some people have been dropping off of those. I still kind of like it. I don't know how how much farther this is going to go, but um, at least through War of the Realms, yes, definitely. So it seems like, which I guess this is starting to pivot towards that from the way it looks. The only thing the, the the only thing I'm gonna say is like okay one MCU Yondu's got a new crew, Planet Terry folks. If you are a certain vintage, you know that name. If you are not of a certain certain vintage, that's fine and dandy. This is I flipped through this. I thought for sure that was not the uh, the uh, the what was the comic line called? Star. 
with Star Comics? Yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah. yeah that's where it it's is. Called. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, so Planetary shows up and a bunch of other people, which and, and well, a few other people, including uh, I think the girl Cami was from that Drax, um, that Drax mini. Like when you basically when they basically change him to kind of how he is now or sort of. Okay. From but that was from years ago. I can't remember if that was really. And Pip, the, the Pip the Troll that shows up to look nothing like the one we know about, but they even mentioned something like that. Either way, so it's 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 the Asgardians going up against well at first going up against uh, Yondu's versions of the Ravagers, and all I can say is I miss the old Yondu. Because I I, I, I kind of hate the Ravagers version of uh, Yandu, which this is playing off of. Right. But nonetheless, hey, it it's a story. They they got yeah, to a place. Is, yeah, I was about to say this is MCU current time Yandu, not future Yandu. Right. So, yeah, future Yandu is the one that we know. Right. Um. But yeah, exactly. But that being said, hey, this is a story. It's it's it sounds like it's seeming to be pivoting towards uh, World of Realms, and that's about it. Uh, Star Wars: Age of Republic, Anakin, Star- Anakin Skywalker, number one. It's an Anakin Skywalker story. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else you want to, want me to say. So it's basically it is during the time of the Clone Wars. It's um, you know somewhere in between the somewhere somewhere in the midst of the movies. I'm not entirely sure where. It seems like around Phantom Menace. No, no, I'm sorry. No, it's not. No, it's not. Perhaps somewhere between uh, Attack of the Clones and, and Revenge of the Sith. It kind of doesn't really matter. But this is basically a story of him doing something. This could have been an episode of Clone Wars. That's all you need to know. Um, let's see. Star Wars number 61. Um, so they're off Hubron. They, they've, at this point... They're trying to find the resistance in this issue. They they get a lead to them. Actually, they end up finding them. Uh, Luke's got lady troubles to a point. Thufio gets some new uh, some new legs. You know, a couple of things happen. There's a there's a uh, mention of uh, Hera and the ghost, and I appreciate that because you know I love rebels. Uh, lots of Afro shade that was kind of going on in the, in the course of this issue, but basically it gets from hey they they were trying to find a rebellion they found them and now they're going to try to um, uh, enact Leia's plan that she dreamt up while they were on that other planet and uh, Tula Marcona still dope, but hopefully we get to see a little bit more of her going forward. Doesn't look like it because of issue, but hey, we'll see. Uh, Killmonger number four. Uh, basically, this seems like we are starting to line back up with what seems to be where we're going with this. It took kind of a detour, uh, and this seems to be starting to go back towards the the MCU version of uh, Killmonger to a point. Although with a slight twist, because there is a certain there is a spirit or someone just shows up at the end of this book that. I don't recall uh, being mentioned anywhere in the the Black Panther series in any of the Black Panther series or whatnot. Maybe this was, and I just uh, and specifically not the new, uh, obviously not this uh, recent one because they're in space. But um, maybe it was something from the last volume where the old gods or something showing up. We don't know, but th- this is supposed to be Killmonger's past, so it's you know there's a blending. Um, 
but like I said, it seems to be lining up to where where we know the MCU version of Killmonger is going to go. But we'll see next issue, which I think is the last issue. Uh, and last but not least, the Gunhawks number one. I I don't know. I just read this on a whim, but like my notes say, yep, it's a Western. It's a Marvel book with none of the usual suspects so far. It looks like there was a Gunhawks run back in the seventies, apparently uh, from the from the end of this book would suggest um and i said it weirdly reads a little like kingsway kingsway west but with white folks and no magical magic mcguffin so you got this this dude uh, named dean something or other who was a sheriff of this who's sheriff of this town this is taking place in 1914 which i don't recall being a place that marvel has touched too much upon outside of the western books in the past um you know this guy has a past and it catches up to him and at the end of the book he ends up you know uh i guess going to deal with his past i don't have no idea because like he was he was all set up to kind of have a never live a nice life until his past showed up again and then you know but the end of the book does kind of have a nice little history of um Marvel's dealing with in Western before, and I'm not sure if this is a mini series or a ongoing or whatnot. But hey, just like vampires, they bring back westerns again in Marvel. So, and there you go. That's my books. Alrighty, I'm going to run through the rest of my books real quickly. Uh, Batman number sixty-four. So this is uh, kind of an interlude story written by Joshua Williamson uh, that basically ties this book directly into current heroes in crisis continuity and follows up on the Gotham and Gotham girl storyline. Can leave it at that. Um, moving on to one of the big launches this week, which was daredevil. Number one, uh, I was kind of hoping to hear what PCN, uh, underscore dirt had to say about this because he was looking forward to daredevil kind of being back in the saddle again. Um, it's an interesting start to a new chapter in Daredevil, and it borrows a lot of themes from the last season of Daredevil on Netflix, season three. A lot of themes. So, um, where Zdarsky chooses to take this, you know, I hope that it goes in a good direction because, uh, you know, the, the, I, from what I've read in interviews, I think Zdarsky's going down a pretty, um, pretty, you know, he's going to send Daredevil down a pretty rough patch. Uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man number eight. Uh, this is uh, the next chapter in Slot's big series opening story about the VR uh, escape uh, that uh, has been uh, sold by Stark Unlimited. And um, the story is actually finally coming together. There were a couple of really difficult issues, um, you know, early on in this run creating uh the the setup for the escape story but this story this issue and the last couple of issues have really helped to make it a coherent story so um it'll probably read a lot better in trade but uh it's finally starting to make some sense and finally uncanny x-men number 11 i don't want to spoil too much this is a pretty uh depressing story to read um so much so that there's a spoiler alert, spoiler alert message to readers in the uh, letters page. So I'll leave it at that. But basically, the big, you know, the big 
the big thing in the story is uh, Cyclops coming to terms with what has happened, um, and uh, one uh, Wolverine basically coming back into the fold as well. Um, please note that uh, the Age of X Men uh, storyline that's happening in the um, the uh, miniseries, the various miniseries that are. Uh, that are being published, one of, one of which started this week, um, is happening concurrently with what's happening in Uncanny X-Men. And that these two stories, you know, these two story uh, tracks are running parallel. So things that are happening in Uncanny X-Men are probably going to reflect uh, uh, what the current status of the Age of X-Men story is. You just answered the question I had, so thank you. Yeah, I, I, I want to say I heard this on a this weekend marvel podcast about this event that the uncanny book is going to continue and basically uh tell the story of what's happening in the marvel u while age of x-men is going on wherever it's going on all right solid um with that um tim you've been Read Uncanny? Uh, I didn't really like the weekly, but uh, uh, I think I only have like two issues to finish that up. But And I did read the annual. Mm. Gotcha. And I guess before we get into Clicks of the Week, I want to ask you, are there any books that come to mind? I know like you, you know, you've been kind of busy. Any books come to mind that you've been uh, pressed upon of the newer books that's been coming out? Wow. Uh, <laughs> Put him on the spot. What have I been liking? I wish I had my iPad here next to me. I could actually tell you what I've been liking. Thor is great. Mm-hmm. Avengers is great. I caught up with Justice League. It took a while. I'm behind on Batman, and I need to get caught up on that. I, after five, after the wedding issue, I read like the first two issues of what the Mr. Freeze story arc, mm-hmm. and haven't mm-hmm. read it since. Um, Heroes in Crisis is interesting i know everyone hates it a lot of people hate it um, I'm, I'm still on the wait and see on this yeah, that's why i'm kind of just waiting to see yeah um wonder comments is cool name naomi was great um that's something i need to take a look yeah, at same here actually i'm i need to write about it i'm so far behind writing um, super sons are you still reading that no I I'm not reading the adventures of super sons once i knew the series was canceled i kind of like gave up on <laughs> regular super sons and i haven't read the limited series gotcha uh, marvel stuff tony stark iron man is boring i'm telling you <laughs> it comes together in this issue that's what i was saying fantastic four i haven't really liked them anyway and it's still boring <laughs> slot needs to get back on spider-man amazing spider-man to me has been boring as well huh. um oh have you read uh friendly neighborhood that is good because Tom Taylor's excellent. There's only two issues so far, but that is that is good. I don't. I still um, don't I'm still not liking that backstory. I'm just, what I yeah, that one's, that one's a little tough. <laughs> yeah, that'll play out some more. Um, <laughs> Amazing, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man. I'm behind on. I'm like three issues behind. I kind of flipped through the issues. Nothing's really happening. Yeah, I I I, I fault Spencer on this that he hasn't really been keeping our attention. Yeah, he like. Slot, Slot was hard to follow. I know a lot of folks didn't like Slot, but I enjoyed his 
Spider-Man run. Yeah, um, I feel a lot of people don't like Slot for different reasons outside of his writing, but yeah, uh, same with Spencer. It hardly it source is fine for now. Um, trying to I'm trying to go through like franchises. Outreach Guardians of the Galaxy is awesome because it's Donny Cates. Yeah, that was already that first issue. That might be my favorite issue so far in 2019. And of course, we're only like a month in. Uh, I can't wait for that next issue. Um, let's keep, oh, Venom's great as well. Oh, Marvel released info on their two pre comp day titles. Right. The Avengers is teasing some deadly new team. Uh, the Spider Man Venom was announced, I think, yesterday or two days ago. Uh, both of them teasing big story arcs for Peter Parker, Miles, and for Venom, which fucking Venom is probably going to be some big summer Venom event, I assume, or fall event, probably, because mm. War of the Realms is taking up the summer. So uh, Venom, whatever they're doing with that, with the Maker and tying him into the Venom into the larger Marvel Universe is a, a good twist. Uh, I kind of wish I was reading Killmonger. Um... There's a bunch of stuff I wish, I wish I was reading. Killmonger, um, Shuri, mm. Black Panther, I need to catch up on. Captain America, I need to catch up on. I was about to say, Black Panther's tough to catch up on. Actually, it'll probably be good now. It is. A lot like it's out, missed months. It's, it's missed some, some, uh, some months. Well, it's like, it's like, the beauty of it, though, is you can... I, I, know if, I don't know where, where you last read, but now that there's been a good arc or two or uh, arc going into another arc coming out it's probably easy to read because it's a, a trade's worth yeah it, it, probably because mystery is probably why I fell off of it yeah but we kind of got yeah but there's been some information that we had already talked about like before that kind of come out in the other books about that kind of let some of that stuff off the hook mm. and same with Cap I need to catch up on Cap and Moral Hulk uh, I guess that's about it can't think and nothing else really jumps to mind. Yeah, you really should catch up on Immortal Hulk though. Yeah. That's like a <laughs> once I get it like a couple of hours on a weekend. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Not that out. It's not too hard. I wish oh and Superman and Action Comics I wish I was reading. I hear good things about Bendis's uh Spider Man run. Kind of just going through my laptop here, seeing what's on it. Uh Black Panther. Doo, doo, doo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave it at, at the stuff I mentioned. Okay, solid, solid. Um, oh, Green Lantern, you've been checking that one out because I know you were. Uh... Eh, it's funny. I actually again interviewed Sharp and um, Grant Morrison, Morrison separately. Oh, that. Was... But um, <laughs> yeah, that I'm not really into either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Name drop. <laughs> Not really into it. Um, you know what's funny about that, real quick, on um, Green Lantern, because I read it this week and I just did not feel up to talking about it because mm. it's so—I don't want to say dense, but it's a mixture of—I don't know. I'm not versed in my DC lore, so right, yeah, a lot of it's are. just like going over my head. And at that point, it's like whatever. And right, there's a little is, bit. And plus, of, is Morrison, so mm. right. Right. It, yeah, I haven't really read any of Morrison's stuff either, so... Well, 
I mean, going back to like Morrison's, you know, Batman and Morrison's X Men runs and some of the other, like you know, like the uh, the, the the Vertigo stuff or whatever. But um, my biggest problem with the Green Lantern stuff right now is that it's half muddled because some of Sharp's art gets a little tough to you know read, mm-hmm. uh, and the storyline as well. It's a little. You know, it, I don't know if it's going to read better in a trade, um, but I'm having, you know, some trouble, like, kind of following it from page to page sometimes. Gotcha. So we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, I was hesitant to talk about it because I really wasn't comfortable bringing up, you know, where we are, bringing this up to speed on where we are in the story. Like, I can't believe I could talk about freaking Tony Stark Iron Man with this Escape business, you know, that's taking forever. But I, you know, that's you know that is at least eight issues in. We're only what three, four issues in on Green Lantern, and it's still kind of tough sledding. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I think that might have been enough time for me to figure out what I was going to do for, for Click of the Week. So, <laughs> if we're ready for that, Clicks of the Week. Plus. Hey, and don't tell me when the next time we're going to get Tim, for, Tim on, so I had to get, I had to know. <laughs> Even though we have a whole back channel, we could ask him stuff, but still. Yeah, get very good on the show. Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. So, clicks of the week time, folks. Uh, I guess, Tim, you got yours already? I mean, it's going to have to be Justice League. That's the only thing I read. <laughs> and, um, okay. I'm not sure which one this is because Dirt said the other non Tom King Batman from this week, and I'm like, what? What? What was that one? Because I only saw one regular Batman because it's Josh Williamson. Remember, I said this was a an interlude by Josh Williamson. Oh, I thought that was okay. I'm sorry. The other non Tom King book, <laughs> you would normally be Detective, but it wasn't out this. Right, week. that's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. wait, Detective was not even out. So what? 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 Okay, so Batman yeah. 64 for for Dirt. You got yep. yours, or you need a minute? Yeah, I'm go- no, I'm going to go with uh, Immortal Hulk number 13. Nice choice, nice choice. And I mean, honestly, uh-huh. Uncanny X-Men, just because of the, the way it's kind of laid out, was really good, but it was depressing. So, <laughs> Immortal Hulk number 13 it is. Hmm. Uh, gotcha. And for myself, I I think I settled on the Young Justice number two. Because it was actually a nice, fun read. I mean, that Star Wars 61 was pretty good, too. But, you know, I think, you know, that's what I'm going with. And with that, uh, before we get into the ad reads, I don't know, you're sticking around for a minute, Tim, or you're you're, you're bouncing? I'm going to bounce. Okay. But thank you for having me on. Oh, man, you take look, man. This is your show. You know you can come back anytime you you, you can. This <laughs> is episode three hundred. Exactly. There is that also. Yeah. It's like, fun. So we I appreciate you being. And I just like the, the. I want to make a point that uh, before the show, Doug was uh, piece in dirt was talking about how it's almost like four degrees where he's at, and I was like, oh, it's eighty degrees here. Yeah. Uh, it was through a text. In fact, the. Tone might have came across as me being happy, but it's actually me being annoyed because it's January and it's 80. And then I look at my phone and Google's telling me temperature for tomorrow is 59, the highway 59, which is 23 degrees colder than it was today, mm-hmm. which is why I'm pissed off because I knew 
temperature just drop again. That's how people get colds and the flu and every other crazy thing. Hey, you know, stay moderated, man. That's all you could do. Yep. Plus, well, and keep the kid away from other kids. So you know how? Yeah. <laughs> my uh, niece was actually uh, my brother who did the intro, and his family were actually going to come Sunday, but back before the show, he texted me to say that uh, his. Uh, his grandchild is sick and they won't be able to make it. Mm. So, so that'll help rearrange, uh, reschedule for another time because they don't want to bring her around. Uh, Xavier being sick. So, yep, good call. Yep, yep, yep. Still a little on the young side, pre shots and all that stuff. So, yeah. And you, you don't want to smoke at this point. <laughs> for real, for real, for real. But enjoy the rest of the show. Get your news on people and listen to those ads that pay for things behind the scenes. And I will talk with y'all later. Indeed. And like again, like we said, uh, look out for tomorrow with um, Tim's uh, uh, interview with uh, Scott Snyder. Yeah. All right, Tim, we'll holla. Hello, hello. Take it easy. Peace. Peace. All right. Ad read time. Ad read time. Ad read time. Our first ad of the night is for Busted Tees. This episode of the Comic Book Chronicles is sponsored by Busted Tees, your home for funny, awesome, cool t-shirts that are sure to get your friends' attention. Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching t-shirts inspired by pop culture. Uh, movies, video games, TV shows, comic books, and much more are on sale. To help keep our podcast free, order from Busted Tees by going to cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcasts free link. Click on the Busted Tees banner and then shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today. And I just realized I hadn't did not put out the tweet <laughs> for this this uh, show until just now. So that's awesome. Aww. And I forgot to say that Tim, to Yeah, and I forgot to say Tim was on it. So and that was a whole so double fail. But anyway, we will move on uh, to the news. Do do do. First up, <laughs> cinematic news like we do always do around this time. Uh, oh shoot, that's what we forgot to ask Tim about. We should have asked him about the. Um, dang it! Before before we got him got him off here, but that's fine. What's that? Um, stuff coming up in the news. The the uh, the trailer stuff. Uh, to which oh Jesus, where am I? Stall, stall. Um, Young Justice Outsiders finale sets up classic Teen Titans story. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so wait, so I guess this actually would be the question to, to ask you at this point is how far in on Young Justice are you or did you skip to season three? I haven't started. Uh, uh, this is because, I, as I mentioned earlier, I, was, I watched a couple of the uh, the new movies that came out, like the uh, 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 Reign of the Superman. So this is definitely on my list of uh, because I did not watch much 
of the original Young Justice when it was on uh, what was it, Cartoon Network? Uh, yes, I believe so. So I did not much watch much of that, so I'm going to have to catch up a little bit. But I did see this particular story, and uh, it's kind of funny that um, they would introduce into uh, you know Young Justice this particular uh, New Teen Titan storyline. Yeah, I don't know. He probably he probably saw it logged off, but I figured I'd ask anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, right, and, I, and the storyline I'm referring to is uh, the Judas contract. Yes, which that is what they seem to be setting up. Which is spoiler, kind of a spoiler for me because I haven't gotten that point yet. But nevertheless, whatever, I'm, I'm gonna get there. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to spoil a, uh, a, and it's a story that's thirty years old. Well, and, yeah, know, but but the fact that it's being in, but the fact yeah. that it's being played out in this um, new retelling of you know. Sure. I mean, if you didn't watch, that wasn't um, I was about to say, if you didn't watch Teen Titans Go only about five years ago, right? <laughs> Wait, did they do? Right? Um, they did. did. Really? Yep, I must have missed did. that episode. Or those episodes. I'm sorry? I said I must have missed those episodes. Yeah, it's on, uh, which one will call it? Uh, I don't have Hulu uh, anymore. So. No, DC Universe. Oh, that's right. Did you, did you, wait, did they put uh, Teen Titans Go on? Um... Yes. Okay, I missed that too. Oh, shit. It's there. Huh. It's okay. there, so if you if you want to catch up and, and and see their rendition of the Judas contract, it's 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 there for the watching. Which I'm kind of surprised because I thought you were one of the ones that didn't like Teen Titans Go. Because uh, I may have expressed this on the show. It at least express it, it at least covers the characters as I knew them. You know the 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 team composition as I knew it. Sure. You, you know minus uh, Kid Flash. Right. You know. Other than Kid Flash and actually Wonder Girl, and, actually, and they do have actual Teen Titans on there. Now that I think about it, so right. Other than uh, other than um, other than uh, Wonder Girl and um, and and Kid Flash not being on Teen Titans Go, it was still you know more than enough of a callback to the OG um, Wolfman Perez run mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, it was quality stuff because obviously they focused on the characters that were really being introduced in that book, which were um, Raven and Starfire. Right. You know, those are the, and Cyborg, you know, those are the ones that had zero uh, backstory. Those are the new characters being introduced. You know, we already knew about Robin and we already knew, and this was uh, uh, Dick Grayson Robin. And we already knew about at least a little bit about Beast Boy if you had read any uh, Doom Patrol. Right. Have you seen the movie? No, not yet. And it's I was been... disappointed that it's not on the DC Universe app. Yeah, well, that's kind of not a surprise, but I'm pretty sure it'll be on there at some point, though. Right. And I think it came out before they started, decided to, you know, go in on that. So that's why Reign of Superman is on there now. Um, but in, in any case, oh, it should be worth noting that this is uh, a mid-season finale, if I'm not mistaken, and not the season finale. Okay. Uh, that is bringing this on. So I'm assuming going into the, the the latter half of the season, this is when this story is going to storyline is going to play out. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll be looking forward to catching up on that. Like I said, I decided to do a, a full rewatch instead of just skipping to season three. No, but, it's definitely worth. I think it's definitely worth it if uh, if, oh, totally. if you need to catch up. Yeah. Well, and I've done a rewatch as recently as probably like a year and a half ago, but I still want to just do do a fresh run. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I've never watched it, so, you know, yeah. at least the bulk of it, so it's worth it for me. Yeah. 
or at least let me see. No, it might have been longer, a little bit longer than that, because I know they started doing season three. The hubbub for season three stuff started really going back like last year. Okay. Uh, so it's probably been like a good two and two, two and a half years. Regardless, I have done a rewatch and so. Anyway, uh, speaking of Young Justice Outsiders, uh, Young Justice Outsiders may give us the Lobo story we never wanted. Mm. I don't know what story that is, but nevertheless, uh, it says uh, in episode 11, another freak. Uh... Oh, apparently. Lobo lost the, I guess Lobo showed up and lost a digit, and, and now it's showing up again. Weird. I don't. Okay. Alrighty, so next up, I'll take the next one. I'll, I'll spare you having to do too many of these Young Justice ones. Uh, so apparently Young Justice Outsiders makes drastic changes to two DC heroes. I'm not going to read too much into this because I haven't watched it yet. Well, it's, well, actually, you kind of talked about one. You mentioned one of them, one of them being uh, Cyborg. And, oh, okay. and the other one being Halo. I'm not sure who that is. but From the Outsiders. Right. So according to what the article says, and we last week we did talk about the 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 um the 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 uh, the the way the character looks because um, they 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 basically redid the character a little different for Young Justice Outsiders. So that's probably going into this as well. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh, next up. Oh, I apologize. What's I was. What? I was talking about Teen Titans uh, Go. We're thinking that was the Teen Titans cartoon. I was referring to the Teen Titans cartoon that was okay. on Cartoon Network. I, I apologize. No. My apologies. Teen, <coughs> Teen Titans Go was the movie, right? Well, Teen Titans Go is has a movie, yes, but they also there was a show. But it's more oh, a cartoon. Wait, wait. Car, there's more of a comedic version of the. Oh, that's the, no, but that was the one that was more like shorts, right? Well, they yes, yes. Right, so no, my apologies. I was referring to the actual Teen Titans cartoon. Right, and they, yes, they did definitely. It was do basically a, Robin rub, running around yelling "ha," but uh, you know that's that's what I was referring to. My and that's mom. why I was yeah okay. So that's why I was saying I was like Teen Titans Go was uh, like I know what that was. I'm kind of surprised they they actually did that. And the, so okay, now that that's clarified, yes, and yes, the 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 previous version, the actual Teen Titans version that more people quote unquote like. Mm-hmm. And don't like Teen Titans Go because of the comedic nature of it, yeah. <laughs> the side of that, right? Which yeah, I don't. It, it's fine. The, the show's fine. Yeah, I, but I was kind of surprised that they would have put that on there just right. Oh now. no, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. Not now. Now that 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 now that the uh, confusion's cleared up, I understand now why you're a little. You know, that's definitely not the correct atmosphere or uh, or mood. Um, to to put uh, you know kind of one of the the biggest uh, storylines that people remember right you know into so okay all righty next oh, up move right along got- Meg DeLacy and Jake Austin Walker not to be confused with uh, Waypoint's own Austin Walker which I said on Twitter which uh, yeah, crickets uh, joins the not crickets because no, people out there some people out there know who that is if you follow video games but regardless join the cast of Star Girl. Um, this dude looks like Archie, though. Um, or at the very least, the CW version of Archie. Um, so let's see. It says Meg DeLacy from The Fosters will be playing Cindy Berman, who eventually becomes the villain Shiv. 
and uh, Jake Austin Walker from Fear the Walking Dead and Rectify is also joining the cast but we don't know who he's playing okay. says likely it might be a villain but who's who's to say next alright so uh, not technically completely comic book related, but it seems like they are moving themselves in that direction. Hey, look, that, uh, whole, that whole series is a comic book at this point. Hobbs and Shaw trailer that debuted during the Super Bowl uh, is here, and Roddy Cat is totally digging it. I'm no, still no, 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 that is that is that that was actually the um not that wasn't I I am digging it yes but that was okay. the headline from the from oh okay this is already uh, uh walking that back a little <laughs> no I mean no 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 like well, I'm kidding I'm <laughs> kidding I'm teasing I'm teasing because I'm obviously going to be at least a little bit critical of it because hashtag justice for Han um <sighs> you know basically this this uh this trailer drops. That has, uh, you know, it's 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 really well done. It's done to the tune of "Why Can't We Be Friends," and um, you know, it really showcases the two stars, and it also reveals that Idris Elba's character is going to be. He's basically hands. playing. Right. The, he's basically playing the same character he played in Star Trek and the dark, um, um, the last Star Trek movie, not Into Darkness. He's played basically playing a version of that character who was a similarly enhanced human being. Well, yeah, basically enhanced human being. Wait, wasn't that the the the, the Star Trek movie that Justin Lin did with the motorcycle? No, is it? Was it that one? I think it was that one. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, and 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 sabotage played when they went to. Uh, yeah, 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 I think mm-hmm. so. I think so. I believe um, it is the same yeah. one, yes, because yes, because Trouble was the big bad guy of that one. It's Star Trek Beyond. Yes, and he was Crawl. Yes, and okay. uh, like I said, he played a pretty much a similar, similar, um, similar villain. Seems like, in, in that from this, so that ought to be interesting. So, okay, so a little behind the scenes, and I didn't tell the other guys his. This was the other way I was going to start off the show mm-hmm. because. Uh, if you follow my Twitter, I had said as recently as what yesterday that the Fast and Furious franchise and the Triple X franchise share are, are I postulate that they share a universe, and I also add the fact that the Transporter, which is another franchise starring Jason Statham, is also in that universe because Shaw is basically playing Frank Martin, who is who is the Transporter. <laughs> Because if you think about Fast and the Furious, he only came back. He was a ghost until his brother got hurt. And this is going way off the off the topic because none of this is, is, is comic books, but whatever. I was about to say, this is the stuff of a, of a treasury edition. This is definitely probably that. Because, um, man, I, could, I, could, I, I have thoughts. But anyway, he's Frank Martin. Now, wait till I tell you how Triple uh, X and Fast and the Furious is... Um, um, is uh, connected to the Marvel universe, haha. Which mm. that's not a that's not hard to do because you know if you think about who shows up in those movies, um, and a movie that is coming out that could possibly be the link to that. But anyway, regardless, Hobbs and Shaw that is a movie that is coming out the, with The Rock and and Jason Statham, and um, it's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, which. 
if they haven't done any Calvin and Hobbes type uh, cartoons of them two together, I don't know what's wrong with people on the internet. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but anyway, so you've seen this. You've seen this. Um, you've seen this. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, listen, it's other than you know, other than my misgivings about what you know why this story is even happening. Yes, um, it's really entertaining. Mm. You know, the characters really, play, you know, like the way the characters are, if, if Shaw, if, if Shaw wasn't introduced the way he was introduced, you know, right. I could definitely understand, you know, like the, in seven. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I can understand how this relationship could develop, but the way his character was introduced, but I guess one day did something like that in eight though. I haven't watched eight yet. So I, I feel like some plan to, like, oh, well, they reform, right. They, they kind of reform the character in eight. Right. That's that's where that comes from, and that's why eight was a pretty weak entry into the franchise, mm. and therefore the spinoff came from this. Exactly, from exactly. So, yeah, it's a weird one. I almost put that other trailer that that I linked to you, but I didn't. But I didn't. So, right. Listen, I would love. Like I know Tim Dog and I did because you hadn't caught up on the on the Fast and Furious time. Movie. Correct. Yeah, y'all did right. seven. Exactly. We did a treasury edition on seven. So I'd be, I'd be curious to hear, um, his thoughts if he's up to date, you know, he, it might, it might be a, a bit of a reach to have him watch Hobbs and Shaw and we'll do a, a treasury edition after, after that, hmm. you know, and, and my hope is that you'll be caught up on it too. Cause you haven't watched eight yet. Yeah, probably. So, Cause yeah, we, I'll, I'll, if I go see, if I plan to go see Hobbs and Shaw, then I will definitely catch them on eight real quick. Right, so ultimately, it might be worth it for us to do a, a treasury edition to t- bring us up to speed. No pun intended on um, the Fast and Furious franchise. Yes, and talk about theories into other franchises, which are clearly there, <laughs> which, which 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 Roddy Cat won't let go. But okay, I'm just saying it's there. It is right there. It is playing on the noses of their faces. Oh. Anyway, um, let us continue with the news, and we don't know when that movie's coming out. Actually, do we? This is Roddy Cat to me. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> or someone say, it doesn't matter if they're related. <laughs> if they're in the same. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh... But yes, but anyway, if you haven't seen the, the, the uh, trailer for Hobbs and Shaw, which debuted during the Super Bowl, along with a couple of others we're about to talk about, uh, you should go check it out if you are, especially if you're a fan of the Francis and Furious franchise. Next up. You got this one. Yep. Uh, speaking of um, trailers that dropped during the, the, the Super Bowl, Avengers Endgame Super Bowl trailer drops with all new f- footage. It was basically, it was a teaser trailer, and it sounds like there was, they may have digitally There was a longer... Off. Uh, go ahead. No, I was about to say, it sounds like the, from what I saw from another story that they may have digitally taken out a, a character from a scene that did drop. Right. Right, because there was a conspicuous vacancy... In the character spacing, right on the screen, and that's where a lot of people were, uh, you know, were uh, were were postulating, you know, there was another character that had been removed, and it wouldn't be the first time because I did see um, people noting that uh, in the first Infinity War trailer, they had digitally removed Infinity Stones or gems from the gauntlet. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. 
like in the scene where he's uh, where he's pushing down against Captain America. Mm-hmm. If you go back and watch Infinity War trailer, they're not there. Weird, right? So, like, that's you know that that you know you know to avoid spoiling where that scene falls in in the chronology of the movie. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So speaking, I was going to say, speaking of, you know, these movies and uh, adding in a bit about how long they are, Avengers Endgame uh, may actually include an intermission between the first and the second halves of the movie. How long is this movie going to be? They're talking about three hours. Yeah, no, I heard I heard pushing three hours plus, which that's not that's not enough for an intermission. You can do three hours. Well, that some people can. Yeah, I was about to say some people can, some people can't. Apparently, there's a story. I don't know if you have it here that uh, test screenings um, have been going on, and yeah, I don't have, have, but yeah, people have not been getting up to go to the bathroom, in many of them, right? So you know, there's a, there's thoughts that there there's real thought to giving um, to, to putting in an intermission, and I have a I have a, a I can't remember was it Civil War. Where a friend of mine, she didn't uh, plan quite plan ahead. Mm. And Civil War was pretty long. Yes, and you know there was a uh, you know no pee pee dancing, but uh, we were getting close. And, and you said you haven't seen Teen Titans Go. No, no, I'm making those jokes. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, but 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 uh, I I I texted her with the uh, with a note about this and 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 uh, she got a kick out of it because it was pretty funny. Right. So we'll see if they actually do that. And I know. Well, I mean, let's face it. Regardless, there's been I've seen people getting up. I'm like, and I kind of be like, "What are you doing? This movie's still okay. You gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. Exactly. So, but yeah. So it promises to be long, which it probably, which going back to the whole, hey, they promised. No, let's not go back on that because the whole thing leading up to um, Infinity War. Hey, it was supposed to be one long movie. Hey, it's supposed to be a two-parter, which it still is a two-parter, and mm-hmm. yada yada yada, all that kind of whatever. Just bring the damn movie. <laughs> That's all I wanted. You know, point. you know what's funny? What's funny is that we've gotten to the point where you know, uh, you know, there were a lot of jokes going into Infinity War where. Marvel and the MCU has become so effective and so successful that they don't care if you're not. They, they're going to assume that you're on board already. Right. They're not going to introduce any of these characters. They're just going to jump right into the story. So we have gotten to the point where everyone understands where we are. And now, peeing or not to peeing, this is not the question that anyone wants to ask. You know, <laughs> uh, They just want endgame. They just want to know what's going to happen. So it's not forget to pee or not to pee. Right. And I don't have the drum roll sound effect, but that's fine. Doesn't work. Which drum roll? Which drum roll? Do you uh, want this? Rimshot. Oh. Oh, you want this one? Sure. Which yep. I totally just blanked on what I what I wanted it for in the first place. But regardless, you know what? Hey, it's coming. We're we'll see it in a month or two. Couple. Was it to pee or not to pee? Yes. <laughs> that is the question. Yes, but not. Um. All right. Next up. Uh, so this next one I didn't put is not in. The, I'm, I'll do this one real quick before you do the next one. Okay. The actual next one. Um. Because I just saw this Oreo the raccoon. 
real life Guardians inspiration for Rocket passed away. So this is apparently the raccoon that was the inspiration for the cinematic version of Rocket the Raccoon in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Right, the the look of the the, the particular yes. uh, digital look of the cartoon. Yes, of 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 Rocket Raccoon actually. Yes, so it says here Oreo passed away peacefully after a short illness. A.K.A. he got run over in a room. No, I'm just kidding. Oh no! I'm kidding. <laughs> and apparently, whoever this is, someone eulogized him. Uh, the the. There's oh. someone in the animators in the in in the animators uh, studio. Apparently, oh, and he, apparently he was he was wait, Mr. Oreo Raccoon, as he was called on set, was a pretty amazing animal who had many talents. Really, okay. Um, he was a lot more than just the guy that Rocket stole all of his moves from. You can read a portion of the statement. Um, oh, wait a minute, I vaguely remember this. So apparently that rock that raccoon was on the red carpet when Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Yeah, there's with pictures the of him. Right, there's pictures of him on James Gunn's shoulders. I right, and I totally forgot about that. Okay, so yeah. Well, now, no, rest in uh, peace, or rest in peace, Oreo. Yes, and James Gunn's. Uh, no, no, stop. Let me. Let me not. I'm not even going to go nowhere with that. Um, speaking of, actually, we got something coming up on that, so you can take this next one before we get to it, I think. Right, so, also during the Super Bowl, a new Captain Marvel TV spot uh, premiered, and it uh, wants to take us all higher, further, and faster. Gonna take you higher! Um, so, the... I had a certain so as we know, which I don't I don't know too many people or too many articles have mentioned this. So the higher, further, faster was the tagline of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the first trade edition of Captain Kelly's Comic run on Captain Marvel, and it was also prominently brought up, you know, during the course of the arc, um, and. I don't know. It's, you, you get a certain reading. You get a certain sense reading all, on the page of how that line goes and how they did it in the um, in this commercial from from Brie Larson and whatever. It's, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Well, you know the vibe that you want to get from that, and the vibe I got is you know I have the need, right? So the need for speed for you youngins out there. Yes, yeah, probably uh, still don't know what he's talking about. God. So, you know, and you are correct. This is from that first, uh, you know, from that mm-hmm. first uh, volume of the uh, uh, of the uh, of that volume of uh, Captain Marvel. So. And I mentioned that because not many other places have. And yet they, they, you know, I don't know, but they they bring it up, but they never mention that fact. Mm-hmm. But this article is so thankfully. Which is, I mean, it may not may or may not be a big deal for some people. But I was like, hey, you might as well give, give credit where it's due. But regardless, it's another, um, you know, we get a little bit more of the movie. Uh, we may, again, get to see the tie of uh, the Fast and Furious franchise to Triple X and the Marvel Universe out of this. But hey, we will see when the movie drops. That's not that far away. No, it is not. March 8th. And I have yeah. not, do not have my tickets yet. Got mine. So, uh, Shout out to uh, friends who look out for a brother. <laughs> Seriously, they got it for one. I was like, "Cool." Yeah, they know. <laughs> so y'all rolling deep, I take it. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. Cool. I'll be rolling solo. Oh, it's okay. Sometimes it's. I was about to say. Sometimes it's. Uh, it's better that way because <laughs> I don't. Because I need friends. No, I'm kidding. Why anyway. can't we be friends? <laughs> <laughs> no. And I already bring it back to that. Um, but next up, I guess. Wait, was it you or me? Um, I did Captain Marvel. Okay, Thor Ragnarok director says no to Guardians Three. That's James's film. So, Taika Waititi. Yeah, really. So, Taika Waititi um, was interviewed recently of for the Television Critics Association press tour, and he basically says, and I quote, when he was asked if he was doing Guardians of Galaxy Volume Three, he says, "Nope, not doing that movie. I'm hang. I'm hanging out with Marvel still." talking uh, about new stuff but i don't know what that might be yet i want to do another movie he's also doing the mandalorian uh first first you know for star wars so that's still in the family um he also says um oh he said he didn't want to meet with marvel about doing guardians of the galaxy number three uh volume three he also said um I really didn't. For me, that's James's film going into something like that, which has a stamp all over it. It would feel like going into someone's house and saying, "Hey, I'm your new dad." Dad, which I I feel like you read that in the voice he did for um, Korg. Korg, yeah. Uh, in the in the Ragnarok, that's pretty much how I read it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, like you like you said, good on him for that. You know. Alrighty, next up, um, Legion will come to an end after three seasons. So th- we're talking about the FX TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was confirmed at the uh, same Television Critics Association press tour that uh, Legion's third and final season is going to debut in June of 2019, and um, there's going to be new characters pre- uh, 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 being introduced. Okay. We'll see. Uh, I don't know if you have a story on it, but there's um, there's a news. Actually, no, I don't see it. No. There's news that Professor Xavier is going to make an appearance. And, uh, I believe. Well, we've talked about that before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't no, sure I'm, if it had come up before uh, yet. Yeah, it has, but I'm not sure if there was. I don't remember if there was any actual of who it's going to be or something like that. So unless that's some some fairly new news or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we definitely have talked about that happening. Um, I have not watched any of that show, so okay. That's going to be a binge watch if it's worth it later on. I guess yeah, I would have to get Hulu again to do that, but it might come up on Netflix. You never know. Yeah, I kind of doubt it, but if it does, yeah, sure. Um, but moving right along, these Star Wars shorts are making a mighty fine case for animated versions of the films. So the guys they look really good. Yeah, they do. Um, the, so the Galaxy of Adventures series of, um, shorts, which have been playing, which I think just started not too long ago, uh, for Star Wars Kids, uh, channel on YouTube, which, so you can go out there and go check out some of that right now. They basically kind of replay scenes of the movie, almost, almost Clone Wars style, I would want to say, but I haven't watched, I need to watch, uh, these though, because I have heard good things. Apparently they did Rogue, Rogue One. Okay, and uh, including all of the the, the killing, so it, it's interesting that they did it. And if you see on the screen, they did the fight between um, Yoda and Count Dooku from uh, Episode Two, right? 
So, which hey, that's a fight I, I would watch live action or not. Um, but yeah, like I said, the stuff is out. Go check it out. Um, I'm, I have heard good things from it, but I just hadn't watched anything. The Luke Vader fight is, is also up, so I think they they have done all the the prequels. Cool. <gasps> Ooh, I just found something. That's some news about something else. Um, Alrighty. Uh, but that's the whole situation for. I was about to say, time, are you the one that's actually in New York City? I am not. Only because I heard uh, sirens in the back. <laughs> yeah, every now and then there's usually there's uh, there's there's one. There, there's this is not a sleepy town, but there's, there's. I was about to say, I'm like uh, the, the road behind me gets traveled, so usually I got, every now and then gets yeah. I was about to say that's usually my uh, my area of uh, unintended sound effects on the show. I know, right? Uh, especially during the summertime when the windows or the springtime when the windows are open. Um, yeah. All right. Next. Mike picks up a lot. So yeah. So next up, uh, spoiler alert. Um, Star Trek Discovery just explained why the uh, the original series mm-hmm. Klingon ships look so different from when they from how they looked in the future series. Well, so Discovery takes place ten, uh, ten years before TOS. Mm-hmm. So apparently, a recent episode uh, the, basically um, says why the ships are different from what shows up there. And okay. I hear does it, and I think they sound the, from what this article says. Which again, I haven't um, I haven't watched the Discovery, but I, I need to go ahead and get that out of the way real soon. Um, it's a pretty decent explanation as to why, without going further. All right. Um, next up, speaking of Star Trek, Temporal Anomaly is a Star Trek fan film half a decade in the making. So there's been a lot of these fan films, or some of these fan films. But apparently this one uh, called Temporal Anomaly, Anomaly, I don't know why I'm having trouble with that word right now, um, was pitched and kickstarted back in 2013. Um, let's see. It's a half an hour long. It sets in, in a nexus of time. So, which means that, um, the past and the present, the past and the future will seem like they could collide, um, in some kind of way. But, and it's out there on YouTube if you want to go check it out. It, the stills look pretty good. I don't, I don't know if those are stills actually from it or from a Star Trek show, but. Sure. Go check it out if you like Star Trek fan films. You may have already. So, next up. All right. Next up. uh, Apparently, uh, Whoopi Goldberg has let it be known that she petitioned the BBC to cast her as the first female doctor long before Jodie Whittaker was given the role. Weirdly enough, some slightly Star Trek related, being being that, you know, Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. Being being a big Star Trek nerd and big Doctor Who nerd, apparently, or a fan, both, you know. <laughs> so didn't I know about this? So apparently, this this is a recent uh, recent revelation, and they said no, probably for reasons that if you look at her, probably why. So anyway, that that being the case, that being said, hey, that was the thing that happened, and she still apparently she still wants to be on the show in some capacity, which. I think that's sounds like what got her on uh, Star Trek. So I don't know if they're gonna do it or not, but hey, it is what it is. 
All righty, so we're gonna transition now into we are comic book news. Yep, comic book news. So uh, let's see. First up, Benjamin Percy and Juan Ferreira are working on a Moon Knight book. Yes, actually, no, it's a Moon Knight story for right. Sports Marvel Comics Presents Number Four uh, anthology series. And every time I see Marvel Comics Presents, I think about that old Disney Channel uh, show, Donald Duck Presents. La, da, 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 la, la. Anywho, um, so yeah, the April 24th story um, of, yeah, April 24th, Marvel Comics Presents number four, Anthology, which I, I think the first issue came out, what, two weeks ago? Three weeks ago, something like that. I, we did, we didn't, none of us talked about it. Um... And I brought that up just to say that, hey, this thing has just started. So, but anyway, um, there's going to be a Moon Knight uh, story coming up in that thing, uh, along with uh, some other stuff. So, Apparently, uh, Wolverine must be the... Because the, the, from what I've seen in the, from that first issue and from what I've seen in the solicits to this, there's a Wolverine story, which I guess it must be going... Which be a through line, and then there's just other stories on the side. So, which means more Wolverine, yay. Anywho, um, Marvel's Star Wars finally ends the most powerful Jedi argument. So, this is a spoiler, quote-unquote, from a book that came out last week that we didn't talk about. Uh, right. Star Wars Age of Republic Special Number 1, which had a, a couple different stories in it, in it. But, basically... I want to say the most powerful Jedi, which apparently came up in this book, I still hadn't read it yet, um, is the person you think it was, even though they died. Well, okay. I take that back. I take that back. It's not because some people think it's Luke, oh, and yeah, some people think it's Luke. Some people think it's Anakin. Well, so a lot of people thought it was Yoda, and that would be where my thought would have been. Yep, but it's not. It's the one who had bad mother. Shut your mouth. And the worst death. Yeah, that was alert. Whack. Oh, I'm like, really? Whack, but, whack, whacky, whack. Yes. Um, to which we have seen, and we're, of course, talking about the one and only Mace Windu, um, who has had some good turns, uh, uh, you know, in the animated sense, and his... Actually, did he? I don't remember because See, there was a Attack of the Clones, I think he was in that fight, and I'm not sure if there was any other fights he was in. Yeah, I mean, he, look, he's never gonna, you know, he, he's gonna tell you to n- just not say what one more time. So, uh, <laughs> you, I know you got one more in you, so we might as well go ahead and get that while we're on this. <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, he might be holding up a McDowell's. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He's got such a filmography. You could dig, you could dive into any one of these. That's true. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, including Triple X and, um, and Captain Marvel. And, I mean, he's redoing Shaft. There's a new Shaft. Yes. Oh, yes. I saw that. Um, yes, I saw that. That's I had didn't see the first one that he did. Just to go off top of uh, a little bit, I didn't see that first one he did, and I don't know if it was as comedic as this one is, as it's seeming to be. It was pretty comedic. Okay, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but the fact that they got they got Richard Roundtree to come back for it, which that's that's pretty awesome. And I don't know who that dude is. Still alive? 
Yeah, so, that too. You know, like it's it's great that they can you know basically without spoiling too much, but it's already in the freaking trailers, people. Yeah, you know, like multiple generations. So well, that that last one needs some bake. That uh, the the <laughs> needs a little bit of baking, but yes. Yeah. Um, I'm somewhere. I'm thinking. Actually, weird enough, I and this will kind of come up later on, but I was kind of wondering what uh, David F. Walker thought about the the, the um the trailer. If he's seen it yet, I probably should have asked. But David F. Walker wrote, wrote a, a Shaft book, uh, which is I think maybe now I don't know about most people, but some people have you know got their got notable most notably meme um but anyway yeah that's right. like completely outside of what we're what we're talking about yeah, right? now, i um, apologize i took us down a road that's with a, fine it's with fine. a couple of a uh, couple of well-placed uh, actually references. i probably now that i think about it that chef did have a have a, have that comic book which i just talked about i could have rightly put that um put that in the in the, the cinematic news hmm but regardless, we talked about it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Next up. Next up. Dynamic, dynamic and Deadly. <laughs> Fred- I, yeah, I don't know, but I got it. Um, free comic book day, Avengers number one follows Endgame, which I think we probably mentioned this a little because that's what Tim might have been alluding to um, earlier. Or at least one of the books. He was also talking about the Venom, book, the, the Venom part of that. Which, if you know Free Comic Book Day, there's usually two two sides to that, and there's like the uh, so I'm I'm assuming that the Venom is going to be the 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 B side of this um the B side of this um the Avengers one, unless they're doing two separate books, which I, sometimes they'll do, sometimes we don't. Um, but yeah, causing this, the contents of the story hadn't been revealed, but Marvel's press release spiritually ties the one shot to Avengers Endgame. Which his theory, theory, excuse me, thank you. Uh, Which his theaters a week before Free Comic Books Day, saying Aaron and Diodato's story will introduce a deadly and uh, dynamic and deadly team of Avengers. Again, that might have been what uh, Tim was alluding to earlier. So Free Comic Book Day, May fourth, coming up. Alrighty. I wonder if that's why they um, I just thought about that I wonder if that's why they moved uh, in game what to make it uh, to get out of the way of free comic that seems kind of silly but to get out of the way of free comic day no they usually try to tie it in well I mean they are like same weekend I don't recall but regardless eh, it is what it is usually same weekend but uh, now it's what a week ahead, a week. It's a week prior, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, giving it more room to breathe, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? All right. So uh, I was gonna say the yawn in, uh, uh, indicates that we should be moving along quicker. No, uh, the yawn <laughs> indicates that I didn't get any sleep tonight, but today. But that's a whole other story. So speaking of yawn-inducing, Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> that could be that also. Livefield announced Rob Livefield announced his final story, quote unquote, mm. starring the Merc with the Mouth. So apparently, uh, Rob Livefield has confirmed that uh, Deadpool Better Blood, Batter Blood, will be his final story featuring uh, the Merc with the Mouth. Uh, 2017, he did Deadpool Bad Blood, 
and uh, Liefeld is uh, describing this as his last story, uh, last dance mm. with Wade Wilson. Rob Liefeld is pretty young. You can't say never. I mean, when you're that young. How wait? How old is how how young is he? Okay. Point is. <laughs> okay. The point is, he's still going to be around, so it's kind of hard to say it's my last story. I mean, you know, because when when the rent comes due, yo, he's fifty one years old. Um, oh, okay, he's not that. You know, okay. Yeah, he's not that old. He's also not that young, right? Um, point is, uh, there's still you know many years of productivity left, and many years of possibly needing to pay the rent. Uh, well, well, I mean, yeah, but he has other stuff he could pay the rent. Well, hopefully, he has other stuff he could pay the mm-hmm. rent with. But that being said, though, there is no shortage of Deadpool stuff at all, mm-hmm. anyway. Like, I think he's got what three books right now? At least four, the, three books. Yeah, because there's Spider-Man, had, Deadpool, there's Deadpool, Deadpool, and then there's the the uh, Black Panther, Deadpool miniseries. Yeah, that's three. That, that that's what I was thinking of. I didn't. I wasn't sure. About I don't know four. if there was a fourth. Yeah, I'm just. But it, regardless, there's one. Three too many books, um, <laughs> but so you know, there's 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 enough. So whatever. If it's the last one from the guy who made them, hey, so be it. <laughs> there still will. But the point is, there still will be a glut of Deadpool stories books. Um, what's coming to Marvel Unlimited in February 2019? The answer: a lot of books. Okay. Next up, <laughs> uh, in a preview, Firefly Legacy Edition Book Two soft covers going to be published. Yes, and it's collecting um, all previously released Serenity comics. Yeah, so it's leaves on the wind format. Right, so it leaves on the wind. I think which was the uh, the last uh, mini from what last year or something like that around uh new comic book day and they yeah no two years ago excuse me uh three years ago 2016 um so leaves on the wind the worry in the wind from dark horse free comic book day and no power in the first number one through six which is all those stuff so if you're a flyer fire flame fan and, and i know some of you are you can go check that out and in other preview news, um, which we've a book we've already talked about, Gunhawks number one. You can go check out a preview of that book. Also, um, except we just discussed it discussed it earlier. So really, not much else to say. Next, next up, I believe. Um, do, 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 do. Wait, wait. So you did the Gunhawks one? Yes. Okay. Um. Jim Lee takes Aquaman's Black Manta and brings him back to the page. So this is actually a Twitch sketch. Yes. And I actually watched it. Uh, so Jim Lee uh, did on his um, semi-regular Twitch sketching. Um, I should follow that page. Yeah, Twitch sketching um, stream. Um, he do, he does a couple of sketches usually, and this particular one was of Aquaman's uh, foe Black Manta. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an adaptation of the movie design. It's no, it's not spot on because it is a quick sketch, right? But it's it, more it, rough and tumble, more hardier one. It's, definitely, it's more right. It's more of a. It, it's more of a. a or as he a, says here, a, tactical. A quick, 
Yeah, it, it's a, but at the end of the day, it's a quick sketch, but it's more of, uh, you know, like you said, uh, was it ta- tactical? Yes. It's a tactical adaptation of the, uh, of, of the comic book design. <laughs> yep. So, but yeah, if you haven't checked out uh, Jim Lee's uh, Twitch page, and there's a couple of, the, uh, there's a few of the artists actually doing Twitch pages. Um, I know I was following Chris Visions, and he had one, but he's, he doesn't really do as much but you should go check them out if you, you one of your favorite artists might be on twitch doing a doing sketches or something like that which is cool um next up the secrets of dc rebirth may be unveiled by this forgotten 80s hero which was a spoiler for a couple of weeks ago's uh justice we may or may not have talked about this in depth we may not even mention this. Might not even have mentioned this person. Now that I think about it, but basically it revolves around Starman. Mm, I thought we or, did. I mean, we might have. I don't know. Or, or a version of Starman. Let's put it that way. And since I'm not up on Justice League, I have no clue what the heck they're talking about. Yeah, uh, I thought we did. Uh, we might have mentioned some of them, but in great length. So. When no, but it was it wasn't the the issue previous to this, but it was when. Uh, he appears, you know, there, there's a point where he appears and says, you know, we have to do X, Y, Z to, mm-hmm. uh, to fix things. So he, you know, he does play a semi-prominent role in the last few issues prior to this week's issue. Wait, and this was issue 17, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was the last issue. So, so the yeah, other things on that, so you can go check that out from that article. Um, we kind of already talked about this. Uh, Scott, actually, we didn't. But go ahead. Yeah, I was about to say Scott Snyder shares art from Justice League's upcoming showdown on Mars. That was this week's issue between the Martian Manhunter and one Lex Luthor, who used to have red hair, and I conveniently forgot. I did. And um, I will go ahead and reiterate one more time, and probably will at the end of the show that you can go check out uh, Tim's. Uh, did you write this? No, he didn't. Tim's uh, article uh, talking with Scott Snyder tomorrow ish at the time of this recording. It might be out by the time. You get I still get a kick out of him just name dropping. Hey, you gotta do it if you got it. Just um. Oh, yeah, that was a war to Rome. I hope I got it in here because that was some silly stuff. Anyway, next up, um, Chris, uh, speaking of uh, whatchamacallit, speaking of uh, the exclusivity war, the exclusives war that mm. at one point was all the rage, you know, artists and create and, and writers, creators um, jumping from company to company, depending on who um, offered the best exclusive deal. Chris Anka is jumping to DC and re- reuniting with Bendis. But the, but the, but the, uh, the thing here is that he's going to continue doing covers on runaways. He was doing runaways. Right. Or he was doing insides on, uh, on runaways also though. He was, he was doing, he was doing interiors on runaways, but he's going to continue hmm. according to, I believe his Twitter account, or it could be this article. Uh, that I, I definitely read. Um, he is intending to continue to do cover art for Runaways. Oh yeah! So in December, Anka confirms um, Runaways eighteen will be his last issue on interiors, but plan to continue drawing covers. Mm-hmm. And he's also so he's doing Young Justice number five cover. So so hey, good on Chris. He's a he's a good artist. 
Um, so, did you see, speaking of um, that exclusivity wars type situation, did you see that thread from uh, Casada? Oh, his story about, uh, was it Mike Wieringo? Yes. Yeah, I-, I like that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, which actually we will get into that in a little bit. Um, cool. That whole craziness. Um, next up, DC's new cosmic police force is based on a Batman anti-hero. So I guess it's talking about Justice League Odyssey and they're talking about um, Azrael. Mm-hmm. Which I need to catch up on Justice League Odyssey because I read the first issue and I was like, oh, this seems interesting. And hadn't gone back yet. So apparently some whatever's happening in the book, they're basing some stuff off of that nutter. <laughs> um, so we shall see what's going on with that. So I won't spoil it for anybody, and plus I don't know. Um, so next more up, spoiler, more spoilers. I know, right? So uh, which is actually one we talked about last week. So just, right, not as much. Right. So um, in Heroes in Crisis, a minor hero's revelation redefines the DC universe. It did. So apparently, so we brought up this person that being Commander, uh, that being Steel, aka Commander Steel. Mm-hmm. We didn't bring. Not to be confused with John Henry Iron. Correct. Um, who is, I guess, retired and gave his mantle up to his daughter, um, or his daughter or niece, one or two. I think it's his niece. What? That's not what Reign of the Superman had. No, no that's <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, I was about to say you are correct. It's true. Um. Dang it! Now I'm gonna have to go watch that. But um, you know what? The reason why I didn't watch that in the first place because I wanted because I know there was a through line from the Flashpoint stuff through a lot of the DC animated stuff going up into this, and I don't know if that's still holding on to this. And I don't know why I did that because I know this is a kind of a this is kind of still in that vein, but probably doesn't allude to any of that stuff. But regardless, that's, that's a whole another situation. Um... I just got thrown over Lannister, and that was the last one I didn't watch. Why did it have to do with this? Nothing. So, regardless, uh, Commander Steele apparently had, was more, or his panel, his page was a little bit more prominent than we all thought. Mm-hmm. Which we kind of knew, because we've said before about this um, thing that they wouldn't bring up these people if it wasn't something about it. But we also know he's dead again, and that whole thing was sad. But apparently, according to this article... Um, his page brings up the fact that there was um, brings up his history and um, an event that happened after a big event uh, Infinite Crisis I guess and something regardless whatever Heroes in Crisis did to redefine that it's in this article and I didn't read a whole of it a lot of it even though I read that issue (laughs) So. Okay, I'm totally gonna try to figure out what the hell they're talking about in this. Yeah, I kind of skimmed through the article before before I put it in. I'm just like, oh, okay, sure, all right. If you say so. And apparently, Heroes in Craft was was teased. Oh wait, you know what? I'm gonna put that in for next year, next season, next year, next uh next week. We won't bother with that one right now. So next up, what we talked about prior to the to the to the show. Oh. Doomsday Clock <laughs> number nine has been rescheduled again. Again. So, 
This has been rescheduled from whatever uh, release date it, it, it just had to a February 27th release. No, 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 no. That was the last... Um that was the last reschedule. It is now. Oh wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I thought that was because this. So uh, yeah, that was the article. That was the thing. So yeah, like you said, it's now being rescheduled to February 27th, mm-hmm. which was five and, weeks past the original date. Right, and allegedly Doomsday Clock Number Ten remains on schedule for a March 27th release. PCN underscore Dirt. Five bucks that says Doomsday Clock does not finish. In I would laugh if that would happen. Twenty, yeah, in twenty nineteen. Five bucks. Five bucks. I don't know if you want to take that bet, but um, it's at this point it's still kind of a safish one, but yeah. Because wait, because isn't what uh, eleven got pushed also right? One of the because there was two of the, two issues that got pushed, and I think this was just one of them. I thought. Yeah. We shall see. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, that the 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 event that that uh, won't ever die, almost in a Wolverine type fashion. Um. Anyway, next up, and I can't imagine why anyone would have any problem with this, but uh, Wonder Twins reactivate to take on real world teenage problems. Uh. So. If you did not know about this book, uh, this is a part of the Wonder Comics uh, imprint. We, you know, we've talked about this book coming, and apparently, um, which this should be no surprise to anyone who who knows of the writer's work. Uh, the writer being Mark Russell, who is a p- political satirist who who also uh, wrote Prez, uh, the last version of Prez, uh, the Flintstones. And um, that Snagglepuss uh, miniseries from last year. So just tend to get a little bit, a little bit political, and throw some real life stuff. In, especially that his, uh, from what I recall, that that um, Flintstone ones. There were there were a lot of real life parallels in that in that jobby. So apparently, Wonder Twins is not is going to be similar in that it will, like the title says, take on um, some real world teenage problems. The post-millennial uh, generation. Oh, boy. Yes. So, and um, I wasn't going to... Well, I probably shouldn't bring it up, but uh, we know someone who apparently has read the preview and uh, said they won't be getting the book, which... Listen, it's not for everybody. Yeah, and it's not, which... Um, it's not for everybody. Listen, none of us are pre or, or are post-millennials either. That is also true. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this book a, a shot, but but knowing full well who wrote it and knowing right. what they're capable of, I kind of knew that going into there was going to be some, you know, there's some some verbal allegories going on here in here. So I wasn't surprised. Well, one, I wasn't surprised when they said they weren't going to get the book. The, this I was about to say, I didn't. I didn't talk. I didn't talk about this book, but I skimmed through the the Furies book this week. Right. And there is a lot of stuff in there that's very uh, relevant I mean, today's uh, wait, today's uh, uh, what's my call? Climate. Yeah, 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 climate. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Not surprised. Not surprised. But yeah, I was going to read that book, but I wasn't sure what it was. And plus, I'm not really up on the the. You don't have to be fourth world stuff. You don't have to. Like all you have to know are the Furies, uh, which yeah, we call the dark side. That's really it. <laughs> sure. Well, the, yeah, but the only ones I knew about were were Barter, obviously, and yeah. And, and there's no you really they, don't need to know more than that, really. Sure. Well, it's totally something you could jump into. That's my point. 
Gotcha. Um, so I'm moving right along, but yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. So that's the thing, and there's, uh, there's, this article goes on to have an article to have an interview with Mark Russell, who's writing right. the book. All right. Next up, uh, I heard a rumor. I forget what I song, the pop song, the pop song that had that in it. That you uh, oh, you know, I was about to say, Rock Cat knew, knows more more of the words than I do. Yeah, sadly. Uh, <laughs> rock steady. No, we're not talking about. Rock steady, baby. We're not talking about the uh, the warthog from uh, uh, what you gonna call it from. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not talking about the rhino. Rock steady was the was a warthog, right? I don't remember. Yes, he was one. Uh, but regardless, yeah, teenage. He was yeah. not the. He was not the 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 uh, henchman from from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Uh, animated series, uh, but the, the game studio, studio right? Yes. Uh, their next Batman game is going to be Arkham. Well, next, rumor has it that their next game is going to be this another. Which I could have sworn did they say they weren't going to do any more Batman Arkham games after that last one? So they did three of them. Mm-hmm. They may have been done four of them actually, because I, I know somebody else did did, did uh, another one of the Arkham games that wasn't the, the main line, but they did the three main line ones. Um, and I could have sworn they said they were going to back off of doing that. And there was also the other rumor that that Rock City was going to do a Superman, and I sure there's another rumor saying they might have might be a Justice League one. So it's, it's still rumor. This one probably seems more plausible since they this is what they they not not cut their teeth on, but this is what they're. At this point, known for amongst you know those things, and those Batman games were pretty good. But you know, once you played a couple of them, you'd be like, okay, yeah, this is great, but more of this. You know, however you come across on that one. Um, so I'm kind of hoping it's not another Batman game because again, we've got like four or five of them, three of and three or four of them were made by Rocksteady, which are good games, but still. Do something else, folks. So, yeah, that might be something. Regardless, it's still, it's, it's still a rumor at this phase, so we don't know if that's the case. But this is probably a more safer bet than than those other two rumors I had at you know at this point. Okay. Uh, next up, I believe that's me. Uh, we talked about why did I do that? Why on earth did I do that? So we talked about last week that uh, EA had killed a Star Wars project. EA being the publisher of um, uh, video games. Uh, not unlike that Rocksteady one. But anyway, I don't think they did. Actually, they did not do. That was Warner Brothers. Regardless, EA says that St- Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will come out this fall. So I think if I remember correctly... I don't know if this is the one. Hold on, let me see. Let me make sure I'm right about this one. So yes, I thought this was the one that respawn. So, well, apparently this is the one that respawn entertainment was doing. Respawn Entertainment, uh, formerly Call of Duty developers, now doing Titanfall and that new um, Apex Legends uh, battle royal game that just came out this past week. Um. Mm-hmm. Apparently that was not the one that got canceled that that we talked about last week and the, I I don't know what the hell what are you doing EA why and we do know that there is a Titanfall team that again does does doing support on the Apex um Apex Legends so I guess they got two teams going at Respawn now so good for them and I guess that EA now owns Respawn which not a big surprise at this point um, if you're into video games, you know it. All everything I just said makes total sense. 
If not, okay. then roll with it. Uh, so that being said, it looks like oh wait, um, here we go. Okay, so it was the Vancouver Studios project that was uh, that's right because it was Visceral Games that got killed and not this one, which was from Respawn. So. One game gets killed and another one kind of sticks around. And knowing Respawn's track record, we can kind of get a sense of what that possible um, Star Wars game is going to be. But we will see in the fall. Or next year, probably, if it gets pushed. Regardless, um, it says here that uh, little is known about Fallen Order other than that it will be a third person single action single player action game that is considered canon in the Star Wars universe because you know, most games are not a, um, it will feature an unnamed Jedi character during the events of episode 3 speaking of the prequels Revenge of the Sith okay, okay. moving right along Right, so we have the beginning and an ending of a mild controversy. Okay, uh, so before you before you go on to say this, but we'll talk about this. So CBR did a clean, uh, for lack of a better word, version of the events of this. While, uh, and I and I fairly rarely use this, but um, bleeding cool kind of have a much more slightly in depth and a little bit more I don't know what you want to say what you want about bleeding cold I I barely use it for a reason but they have a, a more play by play version of the events of uh, of uh, this thing so now go ahead okay <laughs> I kind of like the quickie uh, the quick and dirty version that uh, CBR put up um, yeah. so Essentially, this creator, independent creator, Mike Miller, not the basketball player, um, plans to repurpose uh, a, a cover layout sketch. <laughs> right. And it's stupid because all he had to do was say that he was going to do an homage. Right. Hmm. But that's my that's my two cents. Um, sure. Ultimately, he wanted to repurpose a cover sketch by the late uh, Mike Wieringo as a and create a finished cover for his own creator-owned um, independent comic book, and he put it out on social media. And social media bit back. Um, most, yeah, most specifically, comic creators uh, uh, um, who I guess know this dude, and including pers- someone who was, I guess, involved, uh, Coley Coley Hamner. Mm-hmm. Um, who had some word for this dude? Who, by the way, according to some of the creator comic creators in question, including Coley Coley uh, Hamner, this Mike S. Miller dude is one of those comic skate assholes. Ah, yeah. So on a side note, a quick right? So not the not the nicest dude in the world. So yeah. basically. This is some lameness that he wanted to promote this as the last published Mike Wieringo art, even though. But it was a rough uh, that that was not, and he basically took it upon himself to, as you said, and as uh, CBR's decide, the article said, repurpose for his right. own thing, and people took issue with that, rightfully so. You know, right? Because at the end of the day, it's not his work. Exactly, and, and as a matter of fact, I think it was a, according to this. Uh, it was a yeah, according to CBR, what has it was a rough of a cover, 
that was purchased and published to be pu- to be purchased and published by Marvel Comics. Right. So at the end of the day, he could have just you know done an homage to it, but no. God forbid you try to do it the right way. Mm. Uh, because this dude's probably trash, and people are yeah, he's trying to write, and he's trying to you know, and he's trying to mar- you know, he's trying to make some money off of some dude's name. Ultimately, he uh, lit it on fire, and um, yes, you know, uh, and relented to and did the right thing only at the behest of everyone telling him to do the right thing. Well, so, I kind of question whether he actually did the right thing, or whether he's actually going to do the right thing because assholes like that say that because he kind of he kind of relented yes but assholes like that would be like yeah I'm gonna relent but I'm gonna still I feel like there's an undertone of I'm gonna still do something right over the outside of you know what he did and burn the, the thing mm-hmm. like a jackass and the reason the other reason why this is coming up because like I said this is kind of you know, there's there's a, there's a couple of different issues like you know he's using the work that's not his he's some would say he's dragging a a good artist's work in the mud for his own, you know, for his own use. Mm-hmm. Which, if he had, I wonder what would the legal precedent would, would would be like if he had actually got if he had actually done it. Could Marvel had sued? Right. Well, I mean, ultimately, he did a couple things that were wrong. Right. So it's not just how we're describing it. There's actually a couple more things, as you mentioned in the uh, the bleeding cool blow by blow but yes. without giving this too much more air um you know that's <sighs> repur- you know repurposing art is pretty low um mm-hmm. it's you know like it's one thing to do an homage anyone can do that and has you know anyone can do that but like there has been swipes and all that kind of good left right. and right but right see that's the thing swiping used to be something that you didn't give credit for right. you know but once people started to say, uh, oh, you know, do homages and then, you know, drop a note in the signature saying this is done in honor of or after so and so. Exactly. He actually, okay. yeah, he actually forged Waringo's name on this thing. Right. So let's not let's not get uh, things twisted here. This is all wrong in a lot of ways. Yes. So anyway, so moving an on, and uh, and there was even yeah, like I said, I don't yeah, we don't yeah. Have to label this too much more, but there was there was some things and that that wasn't right. Um, and I hope that dude burns in hell around with the rest of his corner f- court friends. Anywho, um, Mike Oming finally gets his Dick Tracy title. Oh yeah, by the way, and along with anybody who thinks any that that person any of them are remotely even right um that being said michael avon oming is writing and drawing a new dick tracy title for idw publishing beginning in april uh titled dick tracy forever this is a four issue series brings the crime noir cartoonist to a character um he has wanted to work on for almost a decade for the first time there's also another dick tracy book i don't know if it's still running or not it is worth noting but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I know there was. A, I actually meant to check that out. There was a Dick Tracy um, ongoing that started like last year, but uh, I, I never did get around to it. Anyway, so yeah, like I said, it's coming up, and there's more, or uh, uh, more info on that that's coming. But we know Mike Oming's on, so good for them for doing something he wanted to want to do. 
And if this is, oh yeah, it says credit Michael. It looks good because it looks like basically like the old cartoon stuff. Like if you go by the, um, you know, you go by this uh, picture in the uh, in the in the article. And I guess and I'm assuming that this is a uh, cover. So cool beans. Next up. Next up. Mike Mignola is returning to Hellboy's beginning for Comics Pro. So um, there's going to be a new edition of Hellboy Seed of Destruction number one. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be given out this weekend, this upcoming weekend, to retailers attending the Comics Pro Comic Industry Conference. Uh, well, actually, this weekend being the... Last weekend? No, being the 21st to the 23rd in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. So, all righty. I don't know why that's this. They said this weekend because that's like a couple of weeks from now. Someone wasn't reading their copy. Wasn't doing their copy editing. Maybe, or maybe something did happen, and maybe their dates are wrong, and maybe that it did actually happen. I don't know. It's not worth checking out at this point. But regardless, hey, those who are or have been or will be at that conference whenever it happens, we'll have that. Um, speaking of Hellboy. Uh, Hellboy 25 years of covers features over 150 covers so if you like Hellboy or I, I'm assuming this is the majority of Mike Mignola's art um, then this is probably a book for you if you don't already have all those books so according to this it says Hellboy 25 years will feature over 150 covers including some stuff that I'm not even going to read all of uh, and the affirmation seeds of destruction number one, by the way. Uh, oh. There will also be a preface by Mike Magnola and a new introduction by his colorist Dave Stewart, and of course the, the 150 colors covers. So cool. Next, last up tonight was some recent news that. Uh, Writer David F. Walker has launched his own comic book company called Solid Comics. Solid. You know, shout out to Ashford and Simpson. Solid is a rock. (laughs) Oh, no. Nice. Uh, So, yeah. So, some people know this, and I think I remember reading this a while back. And, again, alluding to what I said earlier about some people's exposure to David F. Walker would be his shaft book from a couple of years back. Uh, but all men in Iron Fist. Well, yeah, but that came before the Shadow came before he got uh, powerful Power Man Iron right. Fist. But yes, that that could also be the case. But regardless, so uh, David F. Walker used to used to uh, publish a zine back in the nineties, where some of the stuff that's going to be brought up uh, in this comic book line originally showed. So, and of course, you know, he's also working on, he's doing, helping with uh, Naomi at DC, and of course, he's doing a bit of root for Image. Um, oh, and he's also writing Superb. I didn't, I didn't realize he still was doing that. And he's also teaching, so, and also he's, um, I guess it's just, it's his zine, you might be able to still find some stuff out there, because I remember him mentioning it on Twitter a couple of times, Badass Mofo. Because he's real big into you know obviously black 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 exploitation stuff, okay. which I think is the part of the reason why he got Shaft. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I remember reading about that in the in the lead up to uh, that Shaft series mm-hmm. uh, launching. 
It was a good series. I, I enjoyed it. Um, but so anyway, so with his new company, he's going to self like the self published Ferris Creed on limited series and OGNs, uh, beginning with the five issue five issue wrestling series One Fall for all you wrestling fans out there. So, yay! I'm not a big wrestling fan, so I don't really care that much. Uh, so, One Fall is scheduled to debut this spring, followed by The Hated with artist uh, Sean Damien Hill. And, of course, like I said, he's doing his other stuff, including his writing class in Portland State. Why are all the comic creators in Portland? Is that like a commune going on over there? I, I keep asking. Like, I know I've heard there have been, nice been, been jokes about that for years now. Yeah, I know. I've once, definitely said one of them. <laughs> no, but once, I think once, once Bendis really started to get going and he brought, you know, and, and he kind of made, um, made it known that there were other characters, you know, because not every creator publicizes where they're from. Right. Or where they're going to be. Because I've known, like, there was, you know, um, there was, but I know that once he, once, once he mentioned that there were other people living near him, that's when it started to really, you know, become known that there were a bunch of creators um kind of uh congregating around portland oregon right and yeah and I, again i think i'm pretty sure i've said this if not last year then the year before like, there, there has to be a commune there because i'm like there's a bunch of bunch of comic creators there which i kind of understand being portland you know oh and if i'm not if i'm not mistaken was it emerald city con uh, there is that I believe that would be the closest right. one. Yeah, and I think right, and I think uh, I think Portland I, has a con itself, though. No, but I think that con in particular, mm. because it drew a certain uh, you know it drew certain artists that didn't necessarily travel around the country. Sure, that's when it also starts to become evident that there was a community, at least a burgeoning back then, a community of uh, comic creators in that area of the country. Mm. You know, like I said it started to leak more and more like, Oh, by the way, there's a bunch of them up there or some would, or, or maybe it was because of the fact that Portlandia was a, such a, such a influential show huh. a couple of years ago that they just had to go. Cause whatever. No, I think they actually predate Portlandia. I know. I know that was, it was a, it was a joke. And I was oh. about to see, sing, sing that theme song, but I can't remember it. Thank you. I stomped all over it only because I never watched it. So I watched it. It, was a, it wasn't a bad show. Uh, I'll watch some of it anyway. But anyway, so yeah, that's the thing. I remember, I remember talking to one creator. I think it was uh, Chris Sims. I was talking to Chris Sims Chris, and Chris Bauer at one point a couple of years ago. And I think Chris Sims think said he was going to move to Portland. Which I don't know if he ever did because I think he, there was wherever he was. But regardless of something, that was the, that was the other reason what started me thinking I was like there was a commune going on outside of you know like I said everybody else going I'm like what is what is going on? Mm-hmm. I, I I knew somebody in Portland but I don't know them well enough to ask them like what's what's really going on the, over there? <laughs> but anyway, that being the case, hey, good to go on David F. Walker. Um, we'll, I guess hopefully we'll we'll get to see what uh, what um, what his imprint comes comes about. Uh, and that, folks, is the end of the comic book news and brings us to the end of the show. We've got one more ad read. One more ad read is I'm reading a, an article from 2011 about how Portland became the best comic city in America. You will 2011? Shoot, you will have to shoot that to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. You have to shoot that one to me. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about that. 
Alrighty, so as I take the a sip of water before I read tonight's last ad read. Oh, why are you getting set up for that? I forgot. I, I had asked Tim about his thoughts on Young Justice and the trailers, but he, I think he had mentioned that his his note was mentioning Young Justice. He says, uh, "I like it, of course." Uh, talking about season three of Young Justice, uh, I like it, of course. Only negative is the action scenes aren't as impressive as uh, past seasons, which mm. you probably see that, I guess. Okay, when I get there. all right. Our last ad read of the night is for Funko Fun at First Sight. It's your home for exclusive collectibles such as the world famous pop vinyl bobbleheads, apparel, t shirts, hats, and socks, and brand merchandise, custom DIY pop figures, art books, and skateboards. And now the listeners of the Comic Book Chronicles can enjoy 10% off your entire purchase when shopping at Funko. To place your first order with 10% off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Funko link and place your order. When you get to the checkout, put in the offer code SHOP10 for your 10% off discount. Funko through cspn.us. Do it today. Great, and apparently they're now starting to do Pokemon stuff, and I, I might need to get this po- uh, this Bulbasaur they got up here on this on the video. Or if you're watching the video, you'll see what I'm talking about. But oh my goodness! Well, this is the perfect. I was about to say, Funko is has has got the perfect uh, look for most of those characters. Pretty much, they're probably not good. they're going uh, as they do with other sets. They're probably going to stick with like the the more popular and a short lineup. I, they're not going right. to. Clearly, not going to do a hundred or there's like eight hundred and things. So right, they may or may not do bobbleheads. They may just be vinyl figures. Oh, I suspect they'll probably do bobbleheads. I, I right, depending on the right, I was going to say it depends on the character. Yes, like and you know the 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 three starters plus Pikachu probably and you know if they add on somebody else maybe an Ash and somebody some other figures more likely if they haven't already done it. Regardless, that's that. We don't need to go go into that. I just remember uh, being shocked that they weren't all bobbleheads. Right. Yeah, no, I was like, huh, weird. Um, and of course, they got the Dorbs line, and I was, I'm pretty sure there will there'll, there'll be a lot of that stuff. So, we come to the end of another comic book chronicles. The 300th comic book chronicles, folks. Yay! <laughs> people are out there like but yes so yeah we 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 didn't have anything special planned but you know what tim tim was the special thing and that was yeah and poor, poor pc and underscore dirt dealing with the you know with the the real life weather <laughs> yeah. situation and power being knocked out. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Yeah, always something at, at certain to us sometimes is weird. It's like, I don't tell you, he might be actually be living in Silent Hill. But oh, no. The way things happen around him or whatever the case may be. But regardless, folks, you can find both of those folks. That's Tim, D-O-G-G 9-8 on Twitter. TheClickNation dot com and TheClickNation on Twitter. That's T K L I Q N A T I O N. C B 
Cron uh, on Twitter, and of course the aforementioned, thrice aforementioned, comic book resources. Go check out uh, that that CBR.com where you can go see him write his face, or not, you can't see him write his face off, unless he does that for a Twitch stream one day, which I don't can't. They, they do do that kind of stuff. Anyway, um... Hey, they do, man. They got all kinds of stuff on Twitch. You should, there's a Kung Fu Marathon going on right now. Uh, um, just a bunch of Shaw Brothers stuff on Gamma Ray underscore TV. So, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Five Deadly Venoms, 36 Chambers, and a whole bunch of other Shaw Brothers stuff uh, that they're, they've been doing all week. You can go check that out at the time of this recording. Um... Which I'm sure won't be the the, the last time. But anyway, uh, him promoting fucking Twitch. Excuse me. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I can't press the cash register button on this. Go on. I mean, you can, but we're not getting nothing from it. But anyway, yeah. CB Cron for for Tim C, uh, CBR and like I said, uh, the article that he has with uh, uh, Scott Snyder should be out by the time you hear this, unless you've you know. Unless you were watching live, which I don't think anybody was. Um, also, PCN underscore dirt on Twitter, popculturenet on Twitter, popculturenetwork.com, I need comics.com, and that new toysmail.com, and whatever that fine thing that is coming soonish if it actually shows up. I think we've said it enough to where either if it's still coming, then it's still coming. If it's not, we may have killed it. Oh, no. Which would be funny if it was all right if we had that kind of clout. But um, agent underscore seventy on Twitter and Instagram. Go check him out over there. Um, and myself, Ryder Cat on Twitter, Newsers Need on Twitter, uh, CB Caps on Twitter. Where I've been kind of slack on putting some stuff up, but I see. Um, but agent, I mean not agent. Uh, uh, the Adam Black had tagged us in on a bunch of stuff, which I probably will repost. Uh, some of which for Black History Month with uh black uh black superheroes and some other stuff some good in- some good information i may end up uh i will probably repost that in the next is that on months. instagram yeah he tagged us on instagram yeah okay wait did he text cb caps he text yeah he text yeah yeah well okay. that's why i didn't see it i got i don't know if i follow no him no 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 he tagged. I, th- I believe he tagged you too okay because he because oh, a couple of the times he's tagged all four of us but he doesn't tag me under my he tags me under uh cb caps okay uh and i saw tim had already liked a couple of times but he already knew about it, obviously so um so but yeah so good stuff you should go check that out um there and like i said i will i will repost uh that's some of that stuff because some good info and i don't know if he has a well i know he has an instagram but i don't know if he has a specific instagram for that stuff he's doing but no, it's just under the underscore Adam. Okay, underscore so it's, yeah, okay, so it's under the Adam Blackery soon. That stuff. Regardless, you will see the link when it when you know when uh, when I repost the stuff. Uh, no, just, I was about to say I'm not tagged on this, but okay, really? I see that. I didn't oh, see that. Hmm. But he did CB caps. That's why because he did CB caps and Tim Dog ninety eight. Oh, okay. So the but the last one he did because there was one article that he did asking us who our favorite uh, Stanley and I totally forgot the. To answer it, this is okay. totally outside ba- inside baseball stuff that we don't really have to do right now. That being said, um, you can find the podcast on CSPN.us. Do it today. You'll be joining us soon. All that kind of good stuff. 
Uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast on Google Play and Apple iTunes, a.k.a. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and the Skull Slither Podcast SoundCloud link. And go to CSPN and uh, go to shop.cspn.us which will basically bounce to cspn.us and go to Keep Our Podcast Free and just click one of those links right there and uh, help us out with some merch. You know, go get some merch for this stuff. A nice mug, perhaps? A t-shirt, perhaps? Something. You know, you know you want some Combo Chronicles uh, swag? Do it today. Uh, and with that, we will see you guys next week for 301. Hopefully everyone's yeah, hopefully everyone's back in uh, oh. the swing of things at that point. Hopefully we're able to get Tim Dog 98 on the show more often. Yeah, as, but you know, as things go forward, the parenthood and, and he's busy. So we, hopefully we will get him back when he, when he, when he, when we can for certain, for certain, which sounds like is a possibility sooner rather than later. That's the hope. Yep. And on that, as I pulled this thing up, boop, boop, Boop. This is the Comic Book Chronicles. Um, have a good time, folks. 300! We're out! Peace! One. Oh, you insulting tongue and mock my words well. How about this rumor that you are really hired, Mr. Stark? <laughs>